rejoin our party in the city of Neildra, specifically in the Catacombs, a district on the western side of the city, much older than the rest of the city, and seemingly run by a white, bone-white tiefling known as Mavinon. It is the stronghold of an order of individuals who seem to worship the Pantheon of Death. Um, the party, having traveled there at the behest of their recently newly acquired friend, Dravosi, they had left the barge that haunted them with some memories at the dockside after a little bit of persuasion, uh, traveling with this ancient relic and securing a position to hold it at the catacombs. The party's still a little down, having, well, more than a little down, let's be honest, having lost their companion, Morton, who was stolen away inside a portable hole by some shadowy figures seemingly affiliated with the Scarlet Brotherhood, a known enemy of the party uh, and of peace here in Kjoland. Dravosi had taken her leave from the party at the end of the last session with a very important task at hand to travel to the various monasteries dedicated to Aragal, a god who has seemingly been killed, and it, this has only just been revealed. The party has found themselves tasked with figuring out who is looking for this throne that they've found themselves in control with, or in control of, um, and navigating the court of the city of Neildra and the nation of Kioland. They are once more in the library, hidden in the depths of the catacombs, a seemingly massively endless repository of knowledge, run by a single human woman named Agatha and a ghost named Tybalt. A new figure has recently manifested to the party, whom they ran into, into the, in the catacombs, a white-scaled dragon who refers to himself as Salvatore, a scholar very interested in some relics of an ancient, long-lost empire. And with that, we rejoin our party in the library. How do you guys want to proceed? It's about, probably, it's hard to tell because you are deep underground in these catacombs, but it is probably three in the afternoon or so, keen mind. I knew that was coming. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, we're going to say it's 3.12 p.m. Uh, in the you. afternoon. I appreciate that. Yes. How high is the sun? You don't, don't know. know. Uh, okay. Parker definitely knows, though. Demi hey, knows. Demi, how high is the sun? It's Why do you care? <laughs> Which tide is it? High or low? Oh, gosh. I... Who are you? Is that racist? I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Is Agatha still at her desk? Agatha is still there, uh, seemingly flipping through some large, dusty tome, uh, her spectacles on the end of her nose, and her bun up, ready to provide reference as any good librarian would. Hello, Agatha. Oh, welcome back. Uh, did I get your name? Uh, my name's Peach, like the fruit. Ah, Peach. Can I help you with any? We we brought your books back to the stacks. I'm sorry, we're gone for a little bit. Huh? Tybalt gets restless if we leave them out. Well, I'm glad to give him something to do. Um, 
Do you have any books on Durgar religion and history by any chance? Durgar? Um, <laughs> let me see. And she gets out that pad that you recall and writes down Durgar religion. A legal pad. <laughs> Okay. Uh, She looks to the others just for expediency's sake to see if anybody else is going to ask for any more texts here at this library. I'm not speaking to anyone. I'm just writing furiously. Um, You see that strange book? The books are about exotic gods, would be nice. Exotic Um, And, uh. You want to use a. Oh, Ancient Relics. I'd like a book on Ancient Relics if there's one. Okay. Ancient Relics and Exotic Gods. Very good. And your name was... Oh, Zol. Zol. Sorry. Nice to meet you. Agatha. Nice to meet you. Um, I, uh... I was curious if I could get, um books on Feywild again and uh and and possibly if you have anything to do with um Marids or or um the rest of like Jin those Marids and the Feywild mm-hmm. let's see what I can find for you Tibalt Tibalt oh and the transparent figure rises oh. out of the floor. Every time. Every time. And uh, he swoops backwards. Alright, take a seat and the cart will be out here shortly. Um, as Tibble disappears into the stacks, and I fix Sean's nameplate. Now you're the right character. <laughs> No matter how many checks I do, there's always something. No, you're fine. You're fine. You're beautiful. Okay. Uh, So, uh, do you guys just take a seat? Where are you guys headed as you wait for your books? We're just going back to the same table we were at. Mm -hmm. I'm going back to where I was. Okay. You are rejoined, Salvatore. There's an entire library. We only have this one table, though. I found my spot, John. I was here first. I don't care. (laughs) It's a good spot. The table was big enough before I brought my friends. You guys are fighting over the, the bench, clo- the area closest to the reference desk. It, it's, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm almost. Uh, what it, the so Salvatore is just scribbling away, and is that very he's, old tome still? He's next to looking at like this very old book and immediately turning to his side and writing furiously, like just notes on loose paper. Is uh, he writing it, in common? Um. Would he be writing in common? I don't think so. Not this. What would he be writing? Not if he knows there's other people around. What would he be writing in? Hmm. That's a good call. Except the freaking massive list of languages. I was about to say, I'm looking at my languages and going, I don't know what he's writing. Oh, buddy, I got a lot too. (laughs) I don't. Um, I'm pretty sure he would be writing in the one he knows is safest. That's we not an answer, though. It is to Josh. It's the, the, Josh. the text that the book is written in, but yes. we don't know. Um, He'll be copying, yes, like, exactly word for word. Right. Okay, that's correct. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. I can, right? I'm not, I'm not making you that You can up. write in that. You cannot verbalize yes. it. Okay. That is correct. 
Okay. I'm trying to make sure. Yeah, you absolutely. This is the most obtuse. Your eyes almost seem to slip off of this language. In fact, those of you attempting to glance at Salvatore's writing, as you cast your gaze down upon the pages, it is difficult to focus on what is being placed upon the page. Is it celestial? Is that language magical? No, it's not. Is it abyssal? It is not a language you know. Cool. Peach asks Salvatore that aloud. Is that language magical? <laughs> you still like shot that you're there. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> it's uh, just uh, something I found in my travels. Sort of shuffles his papers the language? inside. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> Where did you you found a whole language? Where did you find a language? What language is it? Um. Hi, I'm Peach, like the fruit. Oh, right. Um, like it, the fruit. This is, uh... One last name. Uh, um, I'm sorry. You have so many names. Um, uh, Tithus? Salvatore? No, Salvatore, please, Salvatore. It's fine. Thank you. Salvatore, you had a lot <clears throat> after that, but okay. Forgive me. And he sort of stands up and addresses the new people in the room and says, uh, Tithus Salvatore, Calvernia Charlemagne the Seventh. Thank you. That was. Do you have any nicknames? Salvatore. I think you said Salvatore. Yeah. So like. It's not a nickname though. That's no. I mean, it's it's shorter than the full name. So you technically. You can address me as the full thing if you'd rather. Oh, I'd please rather don't. Salvatore, um, it is. Okay, Salvatore. Right. Dog. Uh, this is yes. Um, the, some of the other. Uh, you you'd recognized me. Um, th these are the other heroes of the. Black Isle. I must say, the court is excited to see you. Oh, you work? Are you in the court? Or you work there? I adjacent, court adjacent. What does that mean, if you don't mind me asking? I am a consultant of uh, history and the arcane. Ah. If individuals need such a thing. We what need such a thing? Who is... There's something you're seeking, or some sort of factoid you'd like to know? <laughs> he gets really you know, excited at this, like... Mm -hmm. Do you know anything <laughs> about Durgar gods lost and found? Oh, oh possibly. Uh, um, you're in the court, correct? Around. Uh, adjacent, again. Adjacent. Yes, I yes I'm there, when Did... it's called. Mm. I just gestured to the symbols on my robes. I don't know what any of that means. I don't. Um... <laughs> this is the symbol of the city. Cool. Peach asked a very, a very good question. Um, but uh, we are doing some research. But also, um, are you familiar with quite a few people in court? I've <laughs> brushed shoulders with some of the best in the city. What are you looking for? Um. I was curious. Uh, we recently uh, had a job to acquire a relic um, for someone on the court. Uh, what did you say? Yes. Um, of Duragar origin. Uh, dynasty specific? Any sort of dating has been done on this relic? Um, very old. That's very all I got old. for you. Yeah. Would, would I remember? Have we actually talked about that? And I just, Parker can't remember, but Demi does. The age of the item? Like how far back we no thought. 
Okay. Oh, I don't. You can speculate however you would like, but there's nothing okay. to give you a point of reference. Sorry, you could. Yeah, you you could make a history check. I mean, like, sorry, button. Go ahead. No, no. I was just saying that I think the expert they had at the time got turned to stone, so we never really got that information. Yeah. Do you want to make okay. a history check, Demi, to try? It's going to be tricky, I but I, you know. I can do that. Hold on. Uh, nope. That's a twelve. Yeah. So. Very old. Could be brand new. Could be very old. I think. Region was found in. <laughs> Any idea what that might have been? Um, at the bottom of a mine in Salt Marsh. Ah, Salt Marsh. Kyoshi Heartlands would hmm. be your context. What the voice? Said. Josh, do I Sorry. have any no. dwarven <laughs> history in my mind? Or Roll a history check, Mister Knowledge Boy. Yes, of course. My mind is infinite. <laughs> As you look up, by the way, a very at some point you're not sure when, but the cart had been oiled. It had been pushed up to the table without you all realizing, and Tybalt disappeared. There's a um, stack of books now. I got a nineteen. A nineteen. Um, there are reports of Duragar holdings along the Azur Sea in time past. Um. Any open conflict with Duragar in that region, you are not aware of historically. Um, so if this was something, it never came to the surface, and so never ended up in any history books that you've seen. Specifically to that region in the Duragar. And no Duragar gods come to mind either? Uh, specific Duragar gods? Just Lost in general. Or... Um, yeah, I wasn't told that. So Peach if I was told did. that. No, Peach said Definitely not Josh? correlated to that statement, no. Okay. I think it comes to mind. Sorry. Um, have you ever possibly um heard of a throne that could turn people to obsidian? <laughs> <laughs> they were just telling everyone. <laughs> okay. And then that's the best I I'm sorry, what did you say? A, a throne that can turn someone into obsidian. And it's made of obsidian? Like the glass, except it's like, you know, a little different. You don't look well right this second, are you? Are you alright? <laughs> you see his eyes darting back and forth between you guys and the book? He's like, can you read that? I cannot. Can I, can I flick? <laughs> Can I, I mean, flip I the headband and just put my hand on it? If you give me, like... As you know. do, Adam, a mm -hmm. high-pitched squealing begins to reverberate inside of your skull. Oh, oh Jesus. Ooh. I hate that. Sorry. Well, that's quite annoying. What? It persists it until you look away from the book. Can you read it though, or no? I'd have to put my hand on it and leave my hand on it for a minute. Uh, is it enough to like really hurt? It's it gets more and more high pitched the longer that it lasts. Yeah, I pull my hand away at a certain point. Okay. Yep, that didn't work. Oh, sorry guys. God. for everyone's ears. No, the answer is no. Oh my God. No. What no, is that? No, I. Nothing has oh, happened. If. Don't do, don't do. Uh, if I were to say in. yes, why might that information be important to you? Do you 
Do you like the people you work with at court? I don't have fondness for much of them, no. Um, the throne is here, by the way. Someone, oh, someone, someone actually um, on the court asked us to find and bring them that throne. Do you know who? No, so, we're trying to figure that out. Damn it. It is here, though, just so you know. Oh, God. Are any of the people at court particularly spider-like? You have it here. Yes. Is this the yeah. relic you wish to find more information on? Yes. Could I perhaps see it? If you <laughs> promise not to sit on it, maybe. I... Pinky promise. Peach, you could literally, like, you know, actually oh, kill this man with, like, one hit. I'm sorry, what? I am still a... here. Because that... <laughs> I hold on my pinky. Put their pinky out and take it. Take Salvatore's. Oh, this is binding in my land. Oh, is oh, it? Is it? <laughs> okay, cool. Okay, you just established canonically for the city of Greyhawk that that pinky promises are binding. I'm kind of loving. That's great. I think it's great. I want to believe that it's like. It's like the the curse in Harry Potter, where it's like you make yeah. it forms magic around If I break yeah. it, I die. I yeah. love it. I love it. Let's do it. Sure. If I ever sit yeah. on the throne, kill me, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. You, I guess you feel a slight tingle in your pinky, and you know the promise is fulfilled. That was weird. Okay. You are now bound. She doesn't usually do that. <laughs> That's good to know. Okay. You just sort of like, uh, uh, I guess he'll leave the books here because he can't take them anywhere. I think he'll take, take his notes again. That's kind of like just read, read mine. Kind of. Hmm? I mean, I guess so. I'm. I'd like to see the chair. <laughs> it's we need dark. to probably <laughs> ask uh, Mavinon to get us to wherever you. Left oh, it's it? here, here. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Like, it was a good or... day. Is, I don't, I don't think it, okay. Yeah. Ha-ha! Oh. Okay. So, just start walking in a direction. Whether it's right or not. I... I'm in <laughs> Where are you going? So I'm, just, uh, I'm so walking towards a hallway that okay. I assume is the one so they came from. It is a yeah. There is one hallway leading into here. Uh, as you just walk out into that hallway, it is a long, narrow corridor. There's probably about 200 to 300 feet long, and then you see it open up into that large opening that you were seated in for days. There are no other oh. offshoots. I. Do we see any of the um <laughs> look at no the, following me? Uh, black and white clad folks? Uh you see a few like of the younger acolytes that Peach and Zal you were guided in through, kind of darting around. Some of them have little satchels filled with scrolls. Okay, I'll stop one of them and say, I'm sorry to bother you. Uh we have hello, to we uh Hello. Um we have to visit that artifact that we brought. Um and your tours are funny. Oh, I, you want to talk? That to, crate. Who do you who you want me to get? Bertram or Mavinon? Bertram or Mavinon. Okay. Uh, 
two seconds, and he takes two steps left, touches something on his chest, and steps through the wall. Zal is definitely leaning towards them and be like, oh, Bertram. Cute guy, can't lie. Oh, are you... Are you hitching on everyone now? No, again? I didn't hit on back him. To it again? I can observe people. Did you not hit on him? Because the way you just said that makes it not sound like you didn't hit no, on him. No, I mean, I, I did appreciate his look, and I told him so, but I didn't oh. hit on him. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. Oh, okay. I I will keep an eye out for, for apparently a nice-looking... You asked for me, says this gaunt white tiefling as he steps through the wall where Jesus the acolyte had disappeared. Hello again. Hello. It is good to see you all. It's only been a few minutes, I suppose, but it's weird. Seems like it's been a Sorry. week. Yeah. Sorry to bother you. I, um, uh, our, our new friend here uh, is Master Salvatore. Couldn't help notice no one followed me. That's because we can't take you where we need to go yet. Um, right. So, uh, 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 Mavenon, would it be possible to let our friend see uh, the throne? Master Salvatore is working with you. Had I known, I might have let him into the library sooner. Recent yes. development. That's a. But yes, we are working together on a. He's one a bit consultant. Of... He's a consultant. Him? Why is he making that face? Do you trust him? It makes me look more trustworthy. Okay. I mean, doesn't. they they pinky promised. Oh. So. That is... Yes. Oh, you're from Greyhawk, aren't you? I am not. The I am right. not. No, um, sorry, that was directed at him. Oh, you're from what? What's a Greyhawk? Greyhawk. Greyhawk's where um. <laughs> the Greyhawk's <laughs> from. It's from yeah, that the person we pissed off. It's considered the center of. I'm the sorry. World. <laughs> 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 what? <laughs> That's a story for later. We have a throne. I should think so. Oh <laughs> my! <laughs> okay, it's not that big of a. It's fine. It might be that big of a deal. It might be a big deal. Yeah, it's fine. The chair, like, though. The, yes. Mm -hmm. I'm confused. Roll persuasion, Demi. Persuasion, sir. I brought you that, but I will hold on. One <laughs> sure. Yeah, we, we uh, brought that, that to a natural 20. Oh, away. shit. 28. I think I was about to waste my 12 on that. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, I have chosen to trust you this far, and Ravosi trusts you, so. <clears throat> Very well. Stay close. Uh, and this time as he turns and steps towards the wall, you guys have a moment to kind of see what's happening, and the stone just fades away into this opening hallway that seems to just be fading out in a direction, basically leading into sheer stone, although Peach and Zal, you would recall that is the direction you came in from that kind of storage area last time. Trust me, this is the weird part. But I'm able to tell if these are illusion walls. Arcana check? Or if, or if they have some ability to like actually travel through these walls. Weirdly. Oh, fuck 
13. They seem solid. Hmm. As you, like, push against them. Cold hard stone. Damn it. Okay. Okay. Falling. He leads you down, uh, and then a ramp kind of begins to form, and it slopes downwards. And he continues to walk down, down, down. It gets colder and colder and colder. The rock and stone goes from a dark gray to a dark pitch black coloring. Um, as you continue down, down, down deep. The strangest thing is you have been work at walking for five or six hundred feet. There's no mm-hmm. breaks. There's no cracks in the stone. It is all solid, uniform rock. And you continue downwards, uh, eventually stepping into a large circular chamber that is just an, a complete circle. A table, a long wooden table, sits in the center of this circular chamber with a few chairs scattered around it and a few pieces of paper on it. There are a few of the black and white tabarded uh, members that you recall with the large bucket helms. Uh, Mm -hmm. There are also a few lighter dressed individuals who don't seem to be carrying any weapons. They are wearing the black and white tabard, but no armor. Uh, And they all seem to be standing at guard, essentially. And they're quite... Most places where you walk in on a group of guards, they're playing cards or chatting or whatever. These individuals are just positioned and seem to be taking their job quite seriously. He says, all right. um, And he kind of points there and again touches something against his chest and begins to walk towards one of these circular walls and stairs cut into the stone before him as he walks upwards and into another space where there is a large cavern and in it sits Sean one object oh. <laughs> sorry Salvatore in it sits Sean Morton's there surprise no, oh, no it's just Sean it's actually the fuck off Sean of fuck get me out of here Salvatore sees for the first time a jet black throne the back of which arcs up about 15 feet into the air the seat of which is about 10 feet wide. And at the top of the throne is a sprawled jet black obsidian hand with flayed fingers and these long gnarled nails. A red inverted triangle rests in the palm. Flayed fingers? Like Sorry, skin? They're like, they're not, oh, the skin's splayed. not flayed. They're splayed. Yes, thank you. Gotcha. Word okay. choice. I was like, I'm killing it with the words today. I don't know. You're good. Um, I should have stared at it dumbfoundedly. Like, I just found out about this thing 10 minutes ago. <laughs> and now it's being presented to you. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh, cool. If only everything was this easy to research. Um, and you said you found this near Salt Marsh. Yep. Uh, I will turn to Mavinon and say, what? exactly do you know about this chair? A very good friend of mine believes that the sigil at the top of the hand is affiliated to the death of one of the gods of whom we are sworn to protect. 
Oh. You have just found yourself involved in some very serious business, Master Salvatore. Well, I regret to inform you that so have all of you. The reason I find myself here is... <clears throat> someone in court is asking about these. Allow me to back up. These? I have been stumbling through research uh, from an empire that existed before the Great Empire. It stretched far beyond that one and encompassed the heartlands and most of the land the Great Empire uh, is surrounded by. In that research, I found that a specific set of circumstances happened to cause its downfall. Uh, something referred to as the Keys of Destruction. Uh, also, Josh, at any time, stop me if I'm ruining this. No, you're kicking out. You're hitting out of the park. I love you. It's yeah, yeah, Great Kingdom <laughs> is the one. Oh, just like, Great, Great Kingdom. Yes. That's the one. The Kingdom of the Greats. You are hitting uh, out of the park. I love you. <laughs> what were the Keys of Destruction? One of them is this throne. Oh, that's great. There's the throne, which in that book I was literally just reading oh. was referred to as the Nox Throne. N-O-X? N-O-X, correct. As there is also... Yeah, in that strange language. Um, I can't read. Can I say that? Wait, hold on. Can I say that word? Actually. I don't think I can. I don't think you can. It's not... It doesn't translate into any known language. So we might have to So I can't say Nox. Yeah. I, the closest <laughs> translation to that would be... Oh, God, hold on. Obsidian. No. Damn. <laughs> so I'll just I'll just take uh, darkness. the word knocks out of all these. <laughs> yeah. uh, darkness or the absence of existence. Okay, let's do. Um, essentially, there were five keys of destruction. One of them being this throne. There was also something referred to as the map or guide. The translation is a bit iffy on that one. The scepter of dominance. The crown of command. And death's end. <laughs> I sort of pull out one of the notes I was looking at. Right there, in the list. All of them. Salvatore, a throne that? and a map and a scepter and a crown are all tangible things. What? How was Death's End described? How was Death End described, Joshua? Hard to grasp. Was it described? 
Um, Did they just list them? The language doesn't... It, so it's listed. The way that things manifest to you is not in traditional language. It's more expressive. It is a feeling. Um, mm -hmm. Death's End is a weapon or a tool. Okay. I will share that. So Heideggerian in the worst way possible. Um, okay. The language you couldn't read was from the Gnothian Empire. Gnothian? Gnothian. Yes. Does it the, block em out the Empire of Ganoth. Does it actually block out spells? Because I tried to use comprehend languages on it. And, uh, uh, I tried the same when I first found it, but I was unable to read it. Roll an arcana and... check for me, Sean. Oh, and go ahead, please. I also remember I touched an object in that ruin where I found the language, and then I was able to read it. Hmm. Like, instantly. Yeah. Uh, wow. I love this character. 24. <laughs> you have, through your time pondering on the existence of this language, developed some consideration as to how it might function, theorizing. Hmm. It doesn't exist within time your comprehending and reading of this language is granted to you solely by whatever happened with that temple okay. or so you believe right so it can't be learned as it were it doesn't exist it, the only way i know how to get it is through that thing an extra dimensional language it's amazing So, There's a parade of ambulance and fire trucks. Someone, uh, so so someone on the court has asked us to 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 find this and and bring it. Um, I hate to to um. Quite a few of those um could 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 deal with royalty. Um, and things that we've encountered. Hmm? I, again, was brought here because someone... Oh, oh hold on. I'm getting a call. <laughs> I'm getting... Are you... It's one of those days. <laughs> are, you casting... are you casting spells to make those noises? That's pretty impressive. They wouldn't work. <laughs> I think they're leaving. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I hate this part, man. Um... The reason I am here is because I received whispers that someone else was seeking the same information I have. Now, I want to preface this. Barely anyone outside of this room and in the court knows this information, as far as I'm aware. This is very unknown. The fact that someone's digging into this is not good. We kind of figured. Because this is my scoop. Oh, 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 Actually, that's wait, what you meant. Okay. This is going to put me uh -huh. on the path mm -hmm. to join the Circle of the Gate. And I oh. would like to have someone take that from oh, me. Oh, God. Oh, you, you know want somebody. to... 
We know you somebody know. on the circle date. So. Well, no. Let's get back to that later. No, very. <laughs> you know somebody. That is ridiculous. The <laughs> notion is foul. Morton kind of kind of a dick, though. Okay. Stole you, stole your tongue. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> if you okay. knew him, you'd probably say the same thing. Anyway. Are you, are you in agreement that the court shouldn't get this? If that was where this was going? Yes. Yes. I am in full agreement it stays down here. Oh, perfect. Wonderful. Um, Do you know who on the court? That's why I'm here. I have absolutely no idea. I was hoping to find out. He, uh, that's what Mavinon's asked us to do, is, is figure out who on the court has asked for it. Well, the um, most devastating thing about these, whatever these keys of destruction are, it is said to have caused the collapse of this empire. It bred infighting amongst the power there, and it crumbled under the weight of whatever these are. Now, this one's quite literally a throne. I yeah. hope the rest are that straightforward. What? Have you ever heard of the Kingdom of Purity? That's a good fucking question. Josh, have you ever heard of the Kingdom of Purity? History check. Oh! oh, oh. Natural 20! <laughs> you want me to take a picture? My hand's still here? No, I trust you. It's going up. On Tuesday. Right. Reading <laughs> through. <laughs> it would just be this one book that you have touched. So back in that book? Just in that book. The one that's so specifically in that script. Mm-hmm. The Empire of Ganeth was referred to as the Kingdom of Purity. Oh, God. That's the one. Great. Kingdom of Purity. Where have you heard that name before? Because <laughs> I literally have been researching this for months, and I just heard it in that book. So that you can't read. So that's a bit strange. We can read, just not what you can. can't read. That. No. To be fair, I can't read that. I was gifted the ability. So um, there's a there's um so that little that little weird triangle thing on the throne um there's a whole organization using that as its symbol uh full of giant dicks uh that um not murderers and also yeah, not, not literally I assume so. <laughs> you did a face that said you this did is, this is a technology i'm used to dealing with the court <laughs> oh right no that's not the kind of thing you're gonna find here um so so the Scarlet Brotherhood, ever ever heard of them? Josh, <laughs> roll a history check. Uh, <laughs> here we go. Probably not. Fourteen. No. No. Um. So they <laughs> that use that as their symbol. <laughs> they use that as their symbol. Um, and uh, talk about father obedience and um. Oh God, the creed, the creed. I don't have. I know you're a completely correct, Parker. Okay, I uh, I don't have my notes up. Uh, I managed. I managed to. I can read it to you if you would like. Perfect. <laughs> I, I have. Uh, 
managed to decode a, a ciphered journal um, with information about that organization. And they have come after us for this throne. So we believe that someone in court is working with them. I would be delighted to see this decoded information, see if I might add a perspective of someone who's been here for quite some time. Oh, sure. Um, okay. Uh, so she'll hand... I don't want to intrude, but I am incredibly curious. Oh, no, that's that's fine. Um, you know things we'd like to know. Yes. So uh, she'll reach in and find Scarin's journal. Are you doing that? Identify on the throne, just in cases. Magic doesn't work in here. It doesn't work in here? It just fizzles straight out. I sit on the chair. <laughs> it's for, no! <laughs> I don't do that. As you attempt to cast a spell, you go to reach for something within, and it feels like it's not there. I feel hollow. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm just a dragon person. Well, all right. Um, um, she hands the journal that she has like translated further into the journal the actual things. So it has the deciphered one and the actual writing. There is another matter of concern. You said there are five of these objects, Master Sentinel. Not including this one. There are four others that are not in this room. And what if this Scarlet Brotherhood is looking for them as well? I imagine they are. Just just we don't know already. Well, the descriptions in your book of the of the items, or just the list that I have before me. Throne, the map, the scepter, and the crown. And the death's end, which is a weapon of some kind or some sort of tool. Are you, do you know who populated Gnoth? Um, the Gnothian, I would assume. I mean, that is correct. Well, is Gnothian. that is that their race or is that their... Um... It is unclear what the population's demographic was. Yeah. I just know them as the Ganothians. The people, the of, Ga- the people of Ganoth. People of Ganoth. There you go. I got you. Sorry. There's a lot, of, like, a lot of, <laughs> lot of information there. Definitely correct me because I'm afraid I'm ruining all this. No, you're killing uh, it. <laughs> You've got like a novel worth of information. Also, well now, speaking of more information, is there anything on this credo or the cipher... Deciphered uh, Scarin Journal, that means anything to me? No. I'm looking over it, I don't know any of these you names. don't have the context of the Scarlet Brotherhood. The name, I mean, you see King Scotius' name there, who you are certainly familiar with. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I don't believe there is anything in there that would stand out to you. Okay. Kingdom of Purity, all of the nations will fall. Father of Obedience... Spread its tendrils beyond the kingdom of Shard. Oh, I don't like this father of obedience person. 
No. You, do you have any more information about this individual? No, uh, not, not yet. Um, oh, oh, wait a minute. Well, hmm? We have an inkling. Oh no! Oh no! What? Oh no! Think about the wording of that. Father of obedience. Mm-hmm. Father of obedience. A scepter of domination. A crown of control. This is. Oh, this him. is that old god. This is for him. That's that old god. That's his yeah. seat. He took his seat. That's his seat. And all of the pieces go to him. Because think about what is the best way to... Well, not best way, but you know what I mean. The easiest way to gain obedience is by dominating somebody and controlling them. Maybe. And if they don't listen, what's left other than death's end we are his hand they point towards the hand on the throne makes sense <laughs> excuse me it is a day of of background <laughs> noise yeah, i'm just sorry. assuming we're bossing us in fire it I know, it's <laughs> sorry we're sorry, totally mad about gargoyles uh, I'm just saying, hand, hand, makes sense. Oh, God. It does. I hate it. But also, it the spider weaves their web in your draw. Yes. That is concerning. <laughs> I believe that the spider is someone in the court. Also, uh, have you ever heard of anyone referred to as the school teacher? Hey, Josh! <laughs> Roll an intelligence check. With disadvantage. I'll use my 12, sir. 12. That is a 17. That's a 17. Um, There are a lot of school teachers in Neil Draft. There are a number of schools. Bunch of schools. Um, but no one stands out as the school teacher to me. I, I'm just going to say fuck off. As you think on it. I didn't roll. <laughs> there is a member of court who specifically is the tutor to the king's son. Her name is, let me get it right, Lady Ainsley Grazia. Of Grand March. She Maybe. tutors Prince Whitby Scotty, the five year old child. What was her last name? Grazia, G R A Z I A. What was the first name again? Lady Wensley, A I N S L E Y. She's the tutor to the son. Just because it I, does seem you're smart enough to piece that together. I, I appreciate wrote, you, you benevolent DM. No. I definitely wrote that kid's name as Lil Scotty. Little yeah, Scotty. I, I wrote his name as Scotty Son. Scot, 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 Scot. What was actually his name? Whitby. Uh, Whitby, Whitby, yes. Whitby Scotty. Whitby. He's five I, years Zal, old. Zal will call him Lil Scotty. B I T B E. Whitby Scotty. Okay. Oh no. <laughs> oh no? What? 
I think I have a lead for us to um, <clears throat> investigate. Okay. You said school teacher. Yeah. Correct. Yes. Yeah. The prince, I assume he's a prince. The prince is currently tutored by a member of the court. Her name is Ainsley. Lady Ainsley Grazia of Grand March. G R A N M A R C H. Grand March. Which you would know to be a na small nation to the northwest in the northern reaches of the Kyoshi Heartlands. Gotcha. No Northwest. <laughs> cool. The whole world is just unfolding in these last few episodes. Hi. That's <laughs> why I got that intelligence. Jesus. <laughs> so, we did, um, we got that warning, tech warning, um, technically from a member of the Scarlet Brotherhood. Um, sorry. So I, I'm not sure... There's one particular one that does not like us. Um, because but in this instance, he'll be acting against their own self-interest. I'm not. I'm not sure for what we would be avoiding the teacher for. Is is my point? I, I'm not sure if the teacher is bad or if I. I don't think that Scarin would try and protect us. If they're after whatever these things do, they can't be great. It's true. That's that's true. Um, you have to appear in court soon. Yes. Yes, we do. When do we actually have to do that? Because I need to get closed, technically. Soon. Now that they know we're in town. Technically, you're supposed to be bringing this throne there, aren't you? Or no, I... did he squash that whole thing? We talked about... I have enacted... The Tome Accord, which historically the line of Scoti has respected. The, the right. what accord? Tome. What does that entail? It is an agreement laid down by my ancestors and the ancestors of the Crown of Keoland that our autonomy be respected. But if it is as dire as you suggest it is, I can't say. Hmm. He will most likely remain faithful to your agreement. This school teacher, I doubt, has the same set of morals. If they are working for this nefarious group as you say they are, I doubt there's anything they won't do to get down here. I think this way to do so, or the might. I know of this school teacher you speak of. Oh, Lady Ainsley, yes. I got yes. a natural. I got a natural twenty on his intelligence. Oh, Grand Marsh. The king is quite fond of her. Oh uh, no! The prince adores her. Oh. Uh, well, they're the webs. Great, an uphill battle. 
There's the webs. Demi and I are pretty good at convincing people to like us, so... And like also death. very, very good at getting people to not like us. It's really like one or the other. <laughs> yeah. There's no middle ground with us. Pe everybody loves Peach, though. That, that's just that's like not true. Very that's much true. true. I just met you and already you seem delightful. Yep. See. Right? You're delightful. It's like a rock. <laughs> See, right there. That's a little different. All right. Yep. So once again, this is how we make our friends. All right. I think our focus right now should be on your court appearance. If this person is expecting the throne to be there with you, and it is not, there might be no. some uh, consequences for that. We have to look out. They for. didn't directly request that we bring it. They just said that the heroes of the Black Isle should come to court. This is a separate issue that we escort this throne. So yes. we might at least be able to buy some time. But they will be at court. And if the throne has not been delivered before then, there could be some malice they, directed in your direction. They also probably know that we were bringing it. Scarin knew and someone attacked us. Depending I'm saying, how, depending hmm? on how close they are with the king, they may already know it's here. Oh, I'm so when in we this say way. when we say like close, does the king king have a wife? How how close are we? The king's what? wife died during childbirth. That close. That yeah, close. Okay, yeah, got it. That explains it. Yeah, that's gonna be worse. That's a web. I'm telling you, like. Yeah. You love someone like that? I think that it's just claws. I it is no. Um He is a good man, King Scotty. I believe that. Yeah. You seem to like him. Do you, Salvatore, do you like him? Uh, I'm pretty sure Scotty's pretty you said he was like pretty brazen. Uh he's very like very, very loud character. He's a there's a lot of character with Scotty. Um he is charismatic um but that might is rub he, some people the wrong way he can be charismatic is he good to the people as far he's, as i know he's very good to his people yes that i would say that he is a fine king what i think about him as a person doesn't really irrelevant gotcha yeah you know can do like you know oh i have to leave the party early invisibility follow the school teacher figure out what she's up to well it's an arshi there's plenty of. I. If she's spinning a web, she's not doing a bunch of nefarious things. She's getting. She's building relationships. I don't know if we're going to catch her. Manipulative. Yeah. Oh, we can. You know. Oh, I'm going to sneak up to a room, go through her stuff, find the Brotherhood stuff, so that. No. I, All right. We would be in. We would be in the castle, which is probably the most secure place. In... I look around at the anti-magic walls and just like, just like I'm just, just saying second, you see I'm a slight smirk on Ravenon's like he he's like it's second fine. most secure place I'm just in saying. the city. I, I mean, we talked about playing a game but I, I think we might be about to have to play a game of like politics and people liking us see that is not a fun game to play though 
So what I'm saying is we get dirt on her and then we have no you think that I know she likes will... <laughs> how long has the accord been in place? The Tome Accord? Since mm -hmm. the founding of the nation of Keoland. And you think King Scotty might break that? This good king might break that accord. I this do not know. I know that if this is as dangerous as we believe it is to be, rash decisions may be made either way. King Scotty is a good man, yes, but I don't hold his ear. Hmm. Yes, but who's to say that she doesn't influence or somebody doesn't influence him? I literally today had to influence somebody and I can do it with a wink of my eye. I don't influence him right now and I just point him out on. What? 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 Influence him. Do it. There's magic, you know, oh. the walls. Right. So you mm -hmm. can't do it if there's no magic allowed. Yep. She so can. Why don't is the Also I can't do it more than once in a day. So we we have to <laughs> <laughs> We have to show up at court. Yeah. You're familiar with court. Um, what would you do? What would I do? Yes. Tell us what you would do. <clears throat> I... I would use your appearance in court to gauge this individual's reaction to your presence. <laughs> if there is any sort of noticeable uh, malice... I would readjust plan for a bit. If there doesn't seem to be any directed in your in your vicinity, then I say just play it cool. So we show up at court, see what information we can find by just utilizing the fact that for some godforsaken reason they've called us here. Well, because you're the heroes of the Black Isle about to say we we have an opportunity to gain favor with a king we, we and that doesn't do that. we might mm -hmm. be able to sway him in the opposite direction if he tries to do something like that this would be, but we have to prove that we are good yes I mean, also, I mean, said, um, you these were two different uh, contracts you were following one was the summons the other one was uh, some sort of job correct yeah mm -hmm. so they might not the be aware you're the one delivering it. It's true. Also, though, and Demi... if they are aware, oh, go for. It. Just if they are aware, we can say that it's been delivered, that we did our job. It's no longer in our hands. We're the king knows I have the throne. Okay, well, yeah, that... so... I know, but I'm saying that you. That's fair. I did not say. So. If someone knows, it's probably because they've been watching us, so... Information. That's a mark on them. I'd like okay. to see them try. Oh, wonderful. I like this place. I could ask one question and see if I'm being watched right now. I'd like to see me try. <laughs> Just sort of look around, take on the challenge. Are, are you oh. doing it? No, oh, I okay. can't scry. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> Adam, sorry. 
Oh, he just kind of Dahl just kind of looks at Ashi and does like the mental talk, not out loud, and it's just kind of like, "Is Mother here with us right now? Or are we actually like safe?" Technically, that communication is I magic. <laughs> you can't talk. And to I Ashi. will actually <laughs> retcon when you attempted to use your comprehend language uh, goggles; those also would have fizzled out on you upstairs. Upstairs, because we were in the other. Oh room. shoot! When they said, "Oh, room, you were in the library." Yeah. No, you were. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, I noticed the shift to obsidian stone, and I was like, "This might be." Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I forgot that that was okay. upstairs. Sorry. Thank you. I can uh, talk stuff now. So, all, so wait. Question then, because technically Ashi is a magical connection. Is he there still? It seems that he's on this plane, so he's okay. Oh, I got scared for a minute because I can't come in this room again. Creatures, hopefully. Yeah, I'm just hoping. It's not like a wall that he I walked into. I hold my pseudo dragon closer. Uh, Zal <laughs> then just kind of goes, oh, that's weird. Um, Oshi, so is anybody watching us right now? You know who I'm talking about? Um, I can't Holy shit. Send... Hello. Hi, hello. I'm Oshi. Pleasure nice to meet you. You stick out a finger. <laughs> He's so He's polite. Um, yes. I can't feel anything. That's like there's an empty spot inside of me. You all know. see. That's all good. You all see as as, <laughs> as, Debbie, as Debbie says that Zal's eyes like light up like super happy for the first time in a while. What? 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 Okay. I'm not going to ask questions. I. It's. I've... My mother, the god. Um, that I will ask about later. It's, yep. yeah. The list just keeps growing. <laughs> I've got a whole laundry list of questions. <laughs> so, uh, our plan is twofold now. To find out who, possibly this Ainsley woman, is looking for the artifact. To find out information about that person and to consider what to do with these other relics. Yes. Mm. And also try to gain favor with the king while we're at it. So no sneaking around his castle. Scooty was There's like a very strong side eye towards all. Can I have the to do it? No. Fine. Hello. <laughs> Small person, please do not sneak around the castle. His name's Ashi. Have you got one Ashi? Thank you. Okay. okay, I'll try. I mean, Zal's in charge. So, what you just oh, told no. me is, if you do end up going and exploring the castle, it's Zal's fault. Zal, I don't know how to answer this question. And you think you're not ready for court? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not dressed for court. That's we, do, we do have to. We do, we do have to. I need a new outfit. Wonderful. Um, so, we have to do that. Uh, should we be telling them when we're going to come to court? Or do we just show up? When is court? That's not a question. When is court, Josh? So court is an open concept. It's more of a forum. Uh, it's not something that's held. 
going to court, visiting court, is appearing and making your presence known. And then the king may hold a feast. There may be conversations had. It is like being in attendance of the crown. So it's kind of like that thing where the kid sits in the chair and everyone just tells him his problems. Well, so that's that's different. That's just a component of it. Oh, being no. A, if you're going to court, you're being asked to become a part. The thing you've been doing, you've yes. been at court for yeah. the last however many months you've been. Of course. Here. Yeah. Yes. Which is hanging out, attending parties, having conversations with people. Oh, yeah. There are opportunities to speak with the crown. There are opportunities to speak push it's politicking essentially yeah they also will invite prominent political figures prominent heroes bards like demi you would know going to court to be like being called to perform and interact with members of the court over a series of days there's no set time limit in regards to being called i thought i'd be going for singing not for war you could Hmm? oh i do you sing yes she does she's the best Oh, I'd yeah. really be delighted to hear that at the yes. court. I, we will see. Um, so, uh, I suppose we need to go get clothes for you two. Um, yes. Uh, we also need to be very careful because Scarin is aware that we're here and yeah. is looking for us. What? Yeah. That Brotherhood member is aware we're here and looking for us. What? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Ha. Huh. Heroes of the Black Isle, pretty fun sometimes. Also, do, not. Hmm? Do they like each other? They. Scarin and. These two individuals. I he gave you information directly contradicting the other members' aspirations here. Unfortunately, I. I, I think perhaps. Hmm since he's smug and annoying and awful um and also murderer and a murderer um and he i believe might have gotten into trouble or maybe is trying to redeem himself in a way i mean we stole his book uh he no longer has a bargaining chip over our head or he didn't um so uh it's completely possible that he just wants to get this first before that woman or whoever it is we are assuming that it is that woman and i will feel very badly if it, she's just very nice Keep um in mind we might be able to pit them against each other oh that would be lovely although i'd like to kill him myself anyways mm. let's go get close Oh, perfect. Wonderful. Where, where, you where will you all be staying so that I can contact you? Oh, I shoot. We have to work out. Uh, we should go find an inn, too. Uh, Salvatore, um, mm-hmm. you know the city. Can can you come show us where to get clothes and, and where would be the best place for us to stay? Of course I can. Oh. I know the city like the back of my hand. Perfect. Josh, where's the best place to get I will leave you in Salvatore's competence hands. Uh, allow me to escort you all out. Please feel free. I will let my people know uh, who you are. Um, it might be best we'll have you leave via the other entrance. 
Um, I'll turn to look at all the soldiers. If you see anyone that looks like us in here, it's not us. That's a solid... Wow. <laughs> That's a really solid thing. They kind of look at you and nod and look at Mavinon. Goes, Should we have like a code? <laughs> be rather impressive considering they can't do magic. Should we have a code? Not the only way to disguise yourself. A code, well, in fact, is a fairly good idea. What What would you like to... I came up with the idea this Do we time. want to ask how's Aragorn? <laughs> we just keep bringing dead people in. Why? It is yeah. the most sacrilegious thing anybody has ever said to me. <laughs> I like I'm it. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Oh, perfect. Wonderful. No. Oh, man. Every time we say it, a single tear. Oh, no. A little puff, a little puff of dust. Yes. Just... <laughs> he cries dust. <laughs> oh my god! So was that a yes on the sacrilegious code? It is fitting, mm-hmm. honestly. Oh, perfect. I never think of it. It's so simple. Thank you all got that? I just start pointing at everyone else in the room. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> they kind of again look at Mavinon and gives them. Right. Zol definitely just closes his eyes for a second in the room and just kind of focuses on the feeling of not being watched for like a second before they leave. You are not being watched. That's strange. All right, let's go. Oh, close. Very well. Um, this way. And he leads you back up. You feel yourself. And the cold chill where it felt like it was getting colder and colder... Uh, as you got lower, as you step past the line, this rock folding in front of you, where it is this dark stone into a dark gray stone, the temperature difference is noticeable there. It's almost exact. It's still cold back here, but the chill that was deep in the the, the black rock, uh, not not anywhere near as severe and quite abrupt as you step into the gray rock. He leads you upwards, and then he takes you left. Peach and Zal... You recall this to be the training quarters that you came through earlier. And as you make your way past, you see the cart parked up and a few of those oxen, or no, sorry, the oxen were taken out. Uh, But you see the cart parked up, a bunch of storage. You see these rooms and Demi and Salvatore, for the first time, you see these fighting and training areas, this sort of embedded barracks um, that sits uh, inside the rock of the catacomb. The sand pits this time, two of those less armed figures, the ones who were not wearing armor, not wearing the Beckett helms, just the tabards and hoods, are currently sparring hand-to-hand in the sand. They got monks. Okay. Yeah, Zal's definitely watching them, like, very detailed. Excuse me, um, are those, um... Is that like a normal thing here? Can we can we use the space to train, possibly? No, I would have to talk to Bertram, but I don't see why not. This that is the the order of the unmarked. They are ah uh, yes. You know of them. I don't do I, Josh. Roll roll. <laughs> Fuck it. Roll a history <laughs> check, smart smart boy. History check, smart boy. Oh yes. Fourteen. Oh. <laughs> um. No, not familiar with this this order. 
Oh, you said unmarked. No, no I haven't heard of them yet. <laughs> they are the sort of fighting force. Uh, Bertram is one of the more kind of militaristic, but there are those who practice open combat unarmed. Um, they reside here. It's never really been my forte, but my son has certainly taken to it. Yeah. Um, question for you, Mavinon. Um, I I know the magic thing's a little uh, strange down there. Yes. Um, if I have to update you, I can magically reach you, yes? As long as I am not in the bedrock. Yes. Oh, okay. Wonderful. Just wanted to make sure. You all should keep your head on a swivel and know that the catacombs will house you if you need to flee. Thank you. Yeah. Let's hope we don't, but that is... Thank you. Um, thank you all, all right. for helping Dravosi and for trusting us with this. Yes. And me. Oh, yes. Again, this seems to be how we make friends now, so... Old ending secrets? Mm-hmm. It's a pretty shitty way to make new friends. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, either way, we need to uh, find some clothes. You step out of the catacombs, and the daylight is a little blinding. Uh, you now notice when you were in the catacombs, there was a period early on in the main structure, there were sconces. There was no source of light, and yet there was light in the catacombs as you walked through. They use magic? Oh. I'm going to burn this place to the ground. <laughs> Hypocritical. Uh, but there was a source of light in that space. As you step out now, the sunlight, which is, it's actually getting very, very close to the evening, all said and oh. done. It's probably about, sorry, Parker. Uh, it is mm-hmm. 5.25 in the evening, uh, encroaching okay. upon, you've still got a few hours left at daylight, but... Okay. Uh, you step out, and the sounds of this bustling city, even in the catacombs di- district, which is a little more somber than the rest of the city, do hit you uh, as you step into the streets. Uh, it looks to be about 6 p.m. It's, um, <laughs> it's actually... Never mind. Um, okay. Um, it's actually closer to 5. Um, oh. We should... Uh, we should uh, go, right? You you said you were going to show us where to get clothes. Yes, yes. This way. Right. Okay. <laughs> I'm just where are you taking them, Sean? Oh, I'm taking them to the police station. This is a bus. <laughs> You're out of your arrest. No, the paddy them. wagon. They got Jesus. <laughs> he won. Calm down, Massachusetts. Um, <laughs> I'm taking them to the best clothing slash shopping facility. I know of in the city. Okay. The whole play, the one that everybody, the most expensive people talk about. So, the best one. Now, we spoke. You spent a lot of time in the court, mm-hmm. in the libraries of the castle, and waiting to get into the catacombs. Yes. How much of the city have you actually explored or paid any attention to? Explored? Eh, probably not much. Heard about? Probably a lot more. 
Okay. So what would people say is the best one? What was the what's the people's market, Josh? The That's what I okay. So not but I I wouldn't trust any <laughs> this is awful of this character. He would not trust anyone who looks like middle class or below. <laughs> so you've been asking the court for good places to go? <laughs> yes. Essentially. Okay. Uh, so clothing wise you have heard only because you recall flashing back to a conversation you had with a well-dressed fellow at court referenced the dapper dandy uh clothing store which is located on the crest which is the kind of upper district that surrounds um the castle of Neildra itself um you also know that most of the inns and so on and so forth are actually positioned or located in the other districts, and there isn't one in the crest. Um, they never really had need for it, and it's not like when they do, when nobility and the upper class does need an inn, it's not like the districts uh, of Dragon's Mark or Fedham's Side are in squalor enough to be, have their noses turned up at it or have nobility ignore them. Okay. Um, but you're not familiar with an inn, you might have to ask around. Okay. Another quick question. Do you know where any uh, magic shops are? Or shops? Specifically magic shops. Yeah, I need a magic shop. Uh, well, I know of two. One of them is here in the catacombs. The other one is, I believe, in the Dragonmark district. I have no clue what that means. Me neither. Uh, so the one located here, the one located here in the catacombs is called one moment the crypt. It is oh, not. that's a good drink in salt marsh. The one moment, yeah. Oh, are you telling oh, him this? Yeah, I don't know. One moment. <laughs> Wait a minute. I knew you looked familiar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no! It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a comedy joke. Uh, so, <laughs> the magic shop that you have yet to visit here, Sean, is called Siphons and Souls. Siphons and Souls. Holy shit! That's metal as fuck. <laughs> the um, other uh, magic shop, which is located uh, actually in Fedham Side, is the Invisible oh, yeah, Key. And then there is a particularly special pastry store that you have yes. frequented in the Dragon's Mark district. That's the one we're thinking of. So there are technically three. One is mostly food-based. Let's <laughs> that way. Uh, we could go to the uh, sif so so Siphoning Souls. Is that what it's called? Siphon and Souls? Siphons and Souls. Siphons and Souls is right down the street. That sounds so ominous. Is there something I've... you're looking for? Oh, I need more materials for Ashi. Oh. The last of them. Oh, all right. I've been, I've been curious to pop my head in and see what all the, how Bob was about. Cypher and Souls, pretty interesting name. Okay. It's on the way. Also, also why not? It's on the way. It's on the way. 
Why not? Let's do it. So just as a layout, Sean, because you would know this. Essentially, the northernmost district, which does run down to the river on the western side and arc around the hill that is the crest where the castle and the nobility tend to reside, is Fetumstead. Okay, Fetumstead. Mm -hmm. Underneath the crest, the western side of the crest is essentially a giant cliff that overhangs the river draw. There is an embankment at the lower end of that cliff. That is the Riverside District. The Riverside District runs straight down to the river draw and is where you guys came into the city proper. On the okay. south end of the town is the Dragon's Mark District. The Dragon's Mark District is another kind of uh, historic district for Neil Draw. And then on the far western side is the catacombs the catacombs is this old district that you currently stand in there is a valley where the crest comes down and then runs up and then there is a hill that hill is where the catacomb and the rock the bedrock sits that the catacomb leads into there is a street that runs from the south side to the north side straight through the dragon's mark district uh or basically straight along the side of the dragon's mark district the crest district and fedham side and the catacomb takes up the entire eastern side of Main Street. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I will take them to Siphons and Souls. Okay. Uh, so this is, there's basically a main furrow there that runs through the catacombs that you traveled, have all traveled down now to get to the catacombs from this big Main Street, which was that broad uh, uh, kind of stretch that we spoke about where three or four carts could go north abreast and three or four south abreast this is not that straight obviously but this leads out to it as you're moving along it you do pass just a number of shops businesses going on there are food stores grocers tailors all that kind of jazz here along in this district as well there are also a lot of homes mixed in amongst it again these older stone structures um that are tend to be more boxy uh, and slightly gothic in their architectural style you approach one that has a big sign with a silver urn with a little top sitting on top of it, and it says siphons. There's an ampersand engraved in the urn, and then mm -hmm. souls underneath it. There's the place. I knew exactly where it was. First try. Shall we go in? I was so close to being like inside check. Uh, on the okay. building? No, inside no, I'm lying. I am. I'm lying. <laughs> I'm not better of it. Uh, okay, cool. Let's go. Okay. This As... place looks creepy. Who's taking the lead? I will hold the door for others. Okay. As you oh, push the door open, it catches after you push it a little bit, and then and a cold gust blows out over you and catches all of you. Oh, I love it. Oh, lovely. That's atmosphere. Bit of AC. Um, What's AC? What? Uh, it's Amica. Oh. <laughs> that was meta on so many levels. <laughs> um, okay. All I right. don't have it, so. <laughs> same, same. Bims, uh, stay where you are. In here. Don't go knocking anything over that I don't want to pay for. Oh, before we walk don't in, just in over. case there's no magic allowed, I'll just go tap tap on my cane and cast tech magic. Okay. Uh, there. Okay. Oh no, I didn't mean it. Uh, as you, you cast detect magic, detect magic a, a series of knickknacks from within the store 
uh, the, the stone is thick, but not thick enough to obscure your detect magic. You can see the signatures of a series of magical items uh, directly before you within this store, uh, radiating out, and you are able to sense magic in that space. There is also magical signatures above in the upper story. Interesting. Okay. Page fourth. Okay. You're taking the lead? I was holding the door for others. I'll go through. Gentlemanly. Zal, as you step through, you step into a very, very cold interior. There are a total of two candles lighting the space as the sun begins to go down, uh, and they tend to flicker in and out on their own. Um, occasionally going out for five or six seconds before lighting up again. And the flame is a dullish, bluish green color. I like that. There are cobwebs everywhere. And the only window is the forward-facing window that faced out to the street. It is frosted over with dust and grime and impossible to see back out through. There are shelves lining most of the room and then a counter with a bell on it across the room from you. Are you all stepping in? So yeah, you yeah. just stay by the door. Okay. I'm Demi's looking for spiders. Okay. Uh, roll perception, Demi, for spiders. Uh, well, there's another well, creak, and then the door closes just a little bit too loudly as Salvatore quietly attempts to close it. Sixteen. Mm-hmm. There are no spiders, but as the door closes. And you turn around, a head of translucent silverly blue drops through the ceiling and stops at about at the torso. And the figure says, Who dares disturb the shop of Humphrey Table? So I know this is a real ghost, but it sounds like the other ghost. In yeah, the... it really does. That wow. I didn't think that that was what go. Don't like mock me. I all right, all right, you. fine, whatever. Yeah, I literally and he slowly, like, <laughs> so, is this a real ghost or is this an illusion? This is so per your detect magic. There is. <laughs> this is a real ghost. Oh, oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, I was hoping I'd catch you. And he like floats backwards through Peach. Uh, you feel a shock of cold as he, wrote, he goes straight through you, then cuts through the counter and then stops and leans forward. He puts his arm on the counter and kind of sinks through it. And it takes him a minute to realize. And then he has to raise back because I hate that. <laughs> All right. Um, his name was Humphrey what? Humphrey. Table. My name is Humphrey Table, the ghost of Humphrey Table. Can I? Okay. I don't mean to sound rude here. Seems like you're kind of doing an act. You don't have to. I do appreciate it. What's the point of being a ghost if I can't spook you? Solid point. Um, but I absolutely love the aesthetic of this place. It's beautiful. Thank you. Um, <laughs> it's nice to meet a car, sir. sir. <laughs> Thank you. I just wonder what items you had. We were just uh, kind of perusing. Would you like to buy here. from the ghost of Humphrey Table? Depends on what the ghost of Humphrey Table has. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? 
this is <laughs> this is what Zul does. Just yeah, he wants incense for okay. sure. Ooh. Very well. Incense. Uh, incense. Right. Hold on. And he goes just straight. <laughs> the incense doesn't come with him. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, You're you so hear a, as as he manifests back through the wall. You hear a thud. <laughs> He goes, oh, fuck. And he goes back through the wall again. I love this guy. <laughs> and you see him come back around the door with the incense and puts it on there. This is, I do that every time. Every time. Pretty great. Pretty great. Uh, how much incense are you looking for, good sir? I'm sorry, what is your name? My name's Zol. Zol. Yes. Nice to meet you and your companions. Lovely. Whoa. Ah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. My God, it's been weeks. So I'm quite terrified, sir. You're a good man. I appreciate you. I've just seen a lot of fight and react to me. So, uh, and and you, uh, fine individuals. What are your names? I'm Demi. Demi, lovely name. Peach like the fruit. Peach like the fruit. Mm. Titus Salvatore Calvernia Charlemagne the Seventh. Pleasure to meet you. This is Sal. 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 This is Sal. Sal. I think (laughs) my friends call me Salvatore. There might be a few more corpses here this evening. (laughs) No one I have ever considered a friend has called me Sal. But that's why we call him Sal. Yes. Salvatore? Sal. Right, uh, here is incense. Oh, prickly. <laughs> I don't know you're going to. Snakeman? So, incense, uh, here's 20 gold pieces worth. I have a little more, but. Um, how many? I have to see how much I need before. I have the party oh, button. My prices are ghastly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this man gets me. I like him. Oh. Salvatore. <laughs> That's a good, that's a good one. I'll save this. For when I die. <laughs> yes, you can find a store to haunt as well. It's a jolly good one. Right right you got that just to say drink. You, you slay me. That ghost or that joke will haunt my dreams. This is just Sean and Josh being there. He's going to set a war down Zal's just kind of looking around at Demi like, I don't know how to deal with this one. No, me either. Um, did you need gold? Um, yeah, do you want any incense? You know, because the thing we talked about. I don't know. Do you, it's usually... do you want incense, Bims? Incense? Why? I don't know, because Zol seems to think you need it. Mm, Zol thinks. Mm. Yes, I know. <laughs> You can't hear any of this, Adam. I'm sorry. I know. For Zal, <laughs> uh, Zal is like. <laughs> I just asked you if you needed it. You waited for an answer. Debbie's just having a silent conversation. One moment. One. Okay. Hmm? For, for the thing with Ashi. Mm-hmm. Good try. Okay. Sure. Bim said sure. So 
So I suppose uh, what that nope. Question for later. Okay, <laughs> wonderful. Um, sure. Um, Humphrey, did you say you had more? Oh yes, one moment, and he goes back through the wall. There's another thud and a swear, and then he like brings it back around. Hey, another ten gold pieces worth. Would you oh, okay, that perfect. Good? That's fine. Thirty I gold think. for the incense and accoutrements for a familiar. <laughs> I'm familiar with this spell. Come <laughs> 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 the dead giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> This is a good group. <laughs> I tell you what, twenty-five gold pieces for the incense. Oh, <laughs> I like you all. Also, I'm dead. I don't need gold. Oh, oh <laughs> it's really somber. I kind of get it. Okay, that was funny. I like that one. Okay. That was good. terrible. <laughs> I've died before. What can I say? Oh, um, uh, fellow ghost, good. I'm bringing you to heaven, God. Um, are there any other items of interest here? Oh, oh connoisseurs of the magical, I see. <laughs> well, um, let me look at you. What do I admire? Ooh, you're strong. And he, like, whisks around. Again, he cuts straight through Peach, which, sorry, Peach, uh, and kind of, like, like circles around you. And he's, like, poking and prodding you, and every time it's just a cold jab. And then he kind of shifts sideways through Zal's shoulders and then out the other okay, side. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then swirls around Demi, floats backwards over uh, Salvatore, and then kind of much. pops down behind the counter again. Um, well, I do have a few things that might be of interest, but my prices are a little steep, you know. Uh, <laughs> these are very rare items. <laughs> oh. I'll be back! And he goes straight down this time. And then he goes, fuck, wrong way, and goes up. <laughs> <laughs> What was going through? Hey, Demi. Hey, Demi. Yes. We need a new quartermaster, correct? We don't. We don't. We don't. We'd be a We don't ever have to worry about what he's doing. He's always. We wouldn't ever have to worry. He could literally go through walls. We wouldn't have to tie him down to. If he got lost, he could just. He would have a hard time staying on the boat, I believe. Uh, oh yeah, we have a boat, by the way. Yeah, I've heard the stories. Mm-hmm. There's stories about us already. Quite a bit. Some in that, Well, I mean, that's like I didn't. Are we legends now? No, uh... very, I think we're probably like very minor heroes. In between the two of you. One battle. What does that mean? In between the two. Of you? <laughs> I mean, you're not legends, but you're not minor stories. Okay, let's not do that. Mm. You'll find out when you get to court. Oh, fun. Love, is it? Aside from all the espionage, cloak and dagger business. Yeah. I like that that. stuff. The ghost returns. There is a (laughs) (laughs) There is like another moment where you see like legs kind of float through and then go back up and then it comes around. There's a stair somewhere in the back of your... Uh, and then this kind of series of things are drug across the floor and then flopped up onto the counter. Presented to you are a <clears throat> lute that is engraved with this silver filigree all the way across it. A lute? A lute? Yes. A oh. spell scroll, which upon inspection 
is a spell scroll. You would certainly know this, uh, Salvatore. Possibly you as well, Demi, for the spell Contingency. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Are you all right? And there is a spear that engraved along the haft it's a long like the head of it is this long silvered haft there are carved closed mouths and your friend humphrey goes eh? <laughs> oh these are very rare items <laughs> ah this is the dos loot it is Ooh. imbued with magical energy and powers not only can you cast spells through it, but it also contains some magic of its own. 10,000 gold pieces. Oh, fuck. <laughs> this spell scroll, and he floats like through the spell <laughs> As he's scroll. the next one, I say, this might have been the, be the worst first stop. <laughs> <laughs> this is, he floats through it and floats back. This is a spell scroll of contingency. <laughs> uh, 2,560 gold pieces. <laughs> And this, huh. this is my piece de la resistance. I assume I don't remember a lot from before. This is the Spear of Warning. Ooh. 30,000 gold pieces. Oh, Whoa, those prices are scary. <laughs> That's where I get you. That's pretty good. What does it actually do, though? The Spear of Warning? Yeah. Hold on, let me try and remember from before. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't pull up my items. I how, about you, uh, how about you go <laughs> look at D&D Beyond? Heard it. it says... <laughs> oh, my handwriting was much better when I could hold a pen. Oh, this <laughs> magic weapon warns you of danger. While the weapon is in your person, you have advantage on initiative rolls. Oh, what are those? In addition, <laughs> in addition, he gives you a very cryptic explanation of what it does. In addition, you and any of your companions within 30 feet of you can't be surprised except when incapacitated. Oh. By something other than non-magical sleep. The weapon magically awakens you and your companions within range if any of you are sleeping naturally within the combat begins. Damn, I wish Zal had that two episodes ago. It also has, yeah, right. It also has <laughs> the throwing and versatile traits. Other than that, it is a plus one spear. Damn. So D6 piercing plus your modifier plus one. That loot costs the same amount as our boat. Or versatile. Yeah. It is very, very What does the loot actually do? The DOS loot. Okay. DOS loot. Yes. The DOS loot. Das boot. It's an instrument of the bards. Is an ex it's an exquisite example of its kind, superior to any ordinary instrument in every way. Seven types of these instruments were ever made. One of each type of instrument. This is one of a kind. Uh, each named after a legendary bard college. A creature that attempts to play this instrument without being attuned to it must succeed on a DC 15 wisdom saving throw or take 2d4 psychic damage. So don't fuck around with it. You can use an action to play the instrument and cast one of its spells. So essentially you can, without spending spell slots, play this instrument to cast spells. 
Um, once the instrument has been used to cast a spell, it can be used to cast that spell, or it can't be used to cast that spell again until the next day. So, limitation. Um, so, once a day for This effect applies only if the spell has a somatic or material component. So, some of the spells that are less fancy in here, you can cast multiple times. Uh, this specific loot has the spell Fly, Invisibility, Levitate, Protection from Good and Evil. In addition, it can also be used to cast Animal Friendship, Protection from Energy, Fire Only, and Protection from Poison. Mm -hmm. It does require proficiency with this musical instrument to use. <laughs> it also... Yeah, I was going to say. Grants you. Uh, Proficiency <laughs> with this musical instrument indicates you are familiar with the techniques used to play it. You also have knowledge of the some songs commonly performed with that instrument. Your expert, so history checks uh, will grant you basically your expertise aids you in recalling real lore related to this instrument. Uh, performance, your ability to put on a good show is improved when you incorporate an instrument into your act. So uh, I will adjust that accordingly. Possibly free advantage, possibly more ability score. Compose a tune. As part of a long rest, you can compose a new tune and lyrics for your instrument. You might use this ability to impress a noble or spread scandalous rumors with a catchy tune. You can also use it to identify and improvise music. The DCs for that are 10 and 20. How dare you put this in front of me? I mean, we need to do this. I don't, I don't have, um... This is a wondrous item. I I don't have that much money. None of us do. Listen, quick question, friend. Um, so mm. the loot... The loot... Uh, would you be willing to go down on it? No! <laughs> what is... Uh, Can I ask you a question? Yes, of course. <laughs> but why... <laughs> Why would you not go down on it? Um, well, question. I don't. You don't know. need gold. That's what you said. Something from beyond compels me. <laughs> True. Josh, would I know if these are good prices for these types of magic items? Mm, Just asking for make an arcana check or investigation. Your choice. I will make either because I believe they're both the same. Yeah! Natural 20. The DOS loot is a fucking steal. Yes. Okay. Uh, the Spear of Warning is a little overpriced. Okay. Okay. And the scrolls, I assume... The scrolls, right on the that's money. right on the money. That's okay. spot on. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> I just uh, lead down behind them and say, if you have the money, you should take the loot. <clears throat> I, um, I, I wish I did. They... I just inspect the spear for a moment. Of course. Just don't stab me. Wait, no, you can. <laughs> <laughs> I love this man. <laughs> right back at you, Salvatore. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to inspect it. Um, I don't think he'll allow me to cast Identify on it. Certainly Make try. sure it is what it is. Yeah, go ahead. I will try. As you do it, he doesn't seem to be particularly bothered. And it certainly okay. works. Okay. You spend and 10 it is minutes. What it, is. it is what it is. All three uh, of them. Oh, we actually. It's just an action to do it. Yeah. yeah. I just use the spell. 
Um, oh, you're using the spell, not the ritual. It is what it is. It is what it is. Okay. Um, you said 30,000 for this, correct? Yes. Wait, watch. Hold on. I'll show you how it works. <laughs> Going up! And he goes through the ceiling. And he comes down behind you and goes, Boo! And the spear immediately goes, All the silver mouths open up and just this operatic screech fills the room around you. Seems a bit much, but I don't think he'll go lower than 20,000 or so. And I'll put it back on the table. Do you mind holding on to the loot for us? In the scroll? I can certainly try. I haven't sold them yet. (laughs) I think it's why I'm trapped here. You have to sell stuff. For the right price, yes. Mm, (laughs) Maybe. Interesting. Who knows? It's very hazy. Let's go upstairs and take a look. Oh. I didn't think so. <laughs> You're going to walk upstairs? Yeah. Okay. I was making a joke. Oh, um, I, I I, wish I had the money for that, but I, I unfortunately I do not. Um, Is there something you need done that we could possibly get the loot for? I'd like to not be dead. Could you do that? Mm, no. <laughs> What? How many years do you have to wait? Uh, I don't know. I've been here. 40, maybe. Could we could we help you pass on, maybe? I I think that's what he was saying. You can't do that. Um, Pass me on. I'm ready. I cast banish. Technically, technically, I mean, he's from this plane. So are, we'll come are, back you, yeah, are you going to? No, no, I don't have it prepared today. Oh, okay, okay. unfortunately, he's kind of just slowly floating towards you with his arms raised. Please stop. Oh, okay. Sorry. We can figure out how, though, probably. Well, just we don't you see. forget the ghost of Humphrey Bogart. I never Humphrey will. Bogart? <laughs> I forgot my name! Give me the name or something like that. Taylor. Something like that. Oh. Humphrey Bogart. <laughs> my name is now Humphrey Bogart. <laughs> Shit, I forgot Don't forget me, thing. Alexander Graham Bell. The inventor of the library. Inventor of the sending of a beautiful friendship. Inventor of the sending light. Humphrey Tabor, that's my name. <laughs> there it is. It's got okay. away from me. It's so weird. Maybe, maybe, you know, we're appearing in court. Maybe, maybe they'll throw more money at us. I don't know. You could perform for them. Maybe they'll give you a gift. Oh, that would be wonderful. Mm. I like. I've seen it once or twice. Gifts? <laughs> Not that big, but not well. Something. something though. All right. Well, we'll be back definitely because you're amazing. Um, Ooh. we have to go get some clothes. There's also another. Uh, 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 there's also a less reputable store. Well, I'll haunt them out of existence. <laughs> Seriously, though. sure. Where? 
Hey, listen. Okay. It's been great. Don't go dying on us. Oh. <laughs> Where is the store of my sworn enemy? Run, 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 run. run. It's all <laughs> we just can't even falls out the door at this point. Does everything start to shake around? <laughs> the, like, the furniture starts to level state slightly. It's like, oh, gosh. Ah, that made <laughs> Oops. The door closes. Oh, you hear him, like, wailing at the top of his lungs. <laughs> everything hits the ground. Yeah. There are still the two other stores if you wanted to check those out. Yes, um, but we should find clothes. True. Right. Is and a place. Um, are there clothes near either of the other two stores? Is it like a um, boutique? Or you're familiar with the clothes store in the Crest, um, which is the Dapper Dandy. Um, but there's nice. been other tailor places around. It's just the reason that you know of that name is that it is kind of known for doing gotcha. the tailoring for the court. Okay. Then we'll go there next. You could go anywhere if you want. The prices are probably going to be steeper. No, the crest is probably the best place. Okay. Uh, so Dapper you're going to go straight to the clothing store? Oh, we and bought it the is... instant, right? We yeah, did. did. I paid for it. It is now uh, into the evening. Um, do see yes. lights being lit. Um, a few stores are beginning to close. It's probably about 8 p.m. now. Um, so... You're going to go head towards the clothing store. It takes about 45 minutes to navigate your way through the catacombs over Main Street and then northwards a little bit to cut up into the crest. And the crest is not segregated out. It's just as you progress higher and higher up the hill, the estates become more and more opulent. You can see there is wealth up here. Uh, it's one of those sorts of districts. It becomes less cobblestone boulevards and more immaculate, like um, perfectly cut stone ways with these little planters running along them filled with all kinds of, of exotic looking foliage uh, as you travel up the hill. Uh, the Dapper Dandy is a long sort of, it's weird. They're going for cozy, but the building is a little too big for it. Uh, it's like mm -hmm. one of those fancy clothes shops that, has a very large clientele nonetheless and so they've kind of gone off of the the super boutique uh aesthetic but it's not a boutique at gotcha. all uh, and you could see a few people coming in and out as you walk in perception check is anyone does anyone seem to be following us i'll go ahead and roll solid what are you no it's four okay oh no one is following you Josh rolled. That's a lie. Yeah. One day, Peach will fucking <laughs> One day. Right. Like a natural 20 at some point on a perception check. Be like, I do see it. It's going to be the most important. I rolled a one once to catch you lying. That's also <laughs> Okay. You step in. Dingle, dingle, dingle. Uh, and you can see there are a few. Dingle, dingle, dingle. We <laughs> walk through the door 18 more times. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, Matt appears again. <laughs> um, you step through the door. There is uh, there are a number of individuals uh, in kind of well cut clothing. They look quite formal. Uh, you, there's a gnome, uh, an elf, and um, it looks to be just a regular human. All of them are equipped as tailors. Um, the gnome is kind of standing in the back, looking. Uh, the elf is the one to greet you. The human is with another client who appears to be having a suit fitted. Hello. Hello. 
Are you here for uh, clothing? Yes, please. We have an appearance in the castle that we all, well, myself and I uh, point at Peach. Uh, we would be needing some uh, new looks, if you will. Oh, what brings you to the ca what the, the castle? Who such esteemed people? What brings you all here? And this is very rehearsed. It seems like mm. they ask every party, every person who's headed to the castle why they're going to the castle. We're the champions of the Black Isle. Oh, wait. Oh, you're the ones from um, the little town. Saltmarsh. Yep. Yep. Oh, very exciting. Well, welcome to Neil Draw. It's lovely to have you here. Thank you. Um, Pudge can help you uh, get fitted, and I can work with you as well. Um, my name is Sildira. Uh, Sildira and Pudge because they were on my list of names I love Pudge Pudge Uh, Hi! Hello! Alright! This way, this way, this way Uh, and Sildira walks all four of you and they lead you towards, again, there's just these open basically like standing areas with little stools that have all kinds of measuring accoutrements and bits of like, uh, this is where my knowledge falls apart, uh, thread and things like that. There are some needles. I don't know. Tailoring things. You're not wrong yet. (laughs) (laughs) Great 3D printer in the back. Uh, Wait a minute. We should we shifted the have, You shouldn't have said that. (laughs) Whoops. Sorry. Uh, Focus. (laughs) So, Right, so uh, you said Peach and Zal. Mm-hmm. Uh, anybody else? Uh, you look familiar. Zal? Uh, yes. I am Salvatore Calvinia Charlemagne VII. Oh. I've been here before for my court oh, appearance. Oh, yes. Oh, uh, yes, I, I remember your attire. Lovely. The golden green of the court. Yes. Tasteful, elegant. Excellent work you guys do. Yes, I brought them by. <laughs> Thanks. No. Hello, Pudge. <laughs> it's good to see you there, Sal. Mm-hmm. I Salvatore. You too. <laughs> yes. Uh, Still tall, uh, I see. Still Pudge. Uh, <laughs> hey. Um. So just just those two. That's it, please. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, <laughs> i Peach. You come with me. And Pudge, like, come on jumps up and gets you by the sleeve and starts to lead you oh, off towards one of these. They're, they're little fabric, or not fabric, but like wooden stands that have fabric nailed down onto them to match the carpet. Uh, and you kind of st- are brought up and he begins uh, pulling a step stool out so that he can get his measurements of you. Um, the elf, who I named Sildra, Sildra, uh, all right, um, this way, uh, Zal. Step up here, uh, and they begin getting and taking your measurements. Uh, And as they do, they ask you for the aesthetic you are going for. uh, And Pudge, respectively, asks you, Peach, for the aesthetic you are going for. Um, they'll just show the purple and silver feathers in their hair and say, Do you have any fabric those colors? (laughs) Hold on! And he, like, scurries off across the room behind this, like, Sorry, my dogs are barking. It is really the background noise session. <laughs> it is. Uh, as um, as they the Pudge pulls apart this carton, and then he runs back, trailing fabric behind him, and there is a silver, uh, and uh, you asked for purple, right? 
There's a silver, it's very, um, it's quite reflective, actually. Both of them seem to be almost, they're a little firmer than silk, but they are the sim- a similar kind of reflectiveness. And he kind of, and he puts them up next to each other. It's like, the hem in purple? Body in silver? Ooh, it's flashy! <laughs> that's lovely. I, I defer to your judgment. Okay, that's what we're doing then. Great. <laughs> oh, uh, and you, Zal, um, uh, aesthetic? Um, probably greens, golds. I was kind of thinking more or less um, sleeveless, um, more flowy type top that can go down, um, almost like my jacket without sleeves. Oh, this is going uh, to be very interesting. All right. And then maybe like a, I don't know, like a, a shoulder cape type deal? Oh, you, I don't know. Shoulder, oh, you are flashy, aren't you? Yes, I am. Okay. Very, yeah. uh, colors. Greens, golds, uh, maybe throwing a black in there. I don't know. Greens and golds, black. You want sleeveless. I'm writing this down so I don't forget because last time I did. Totally fine. You'll remember, I know. I do, because I have a problem. And Peach, and what kind of cut? Aesthetic. Like, what a... You, you're very... Stoic-looking. You want that? No. Yeah, um... Not not sleeveless or anything, just something simple. Same. Um, you're gonna have to give me more than that, friend. <laughs> they, they, they just look, They're like... They'll point at whatever Salvatore is wearing. They're like something like that. Panic. Oh, kind of draping down like this, very academic. Hmm. Mm, um, scholars' robes. Wizards. Uh, Wiz- no, no, wizards no, hats. No, 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 All right, no, no, here we go. No. 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 <laughs> no? Just a, a, a shirt and, and pants. Uh. <laughs> can I? Can I like lean over from my? Yeah, I was gonna say. Can I lean over? Try to try to go for the jacket that they have. Trust me, it's jacket. High, a little high collared, closed jacket. Shoulders straight down. Clean cuts, clean lines. Yes, perfect. You're perfect. Yes, thank okay, you. Okay, we'll do it. Hi, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> clean cuts, clean lines, can't lose. We we yes. Okay, okay, all, all right. Uh, all kind of leans back and just does this to Peach. <laughs> just like I want to die. Uh, are are there any pre-made things in this thing, or is it literally a tailor's? There absolutely are. Uh, as you look around, there is the whole front of this, and it runs for about thirty feet. Is a uh, concave glass window, and set in it are clothing stands with various dresses of many cuts, styles, and aesthetics. Um, from actually, probably the most kind of exotic and diverse array of clothing you've seen thus far, Demi, having traveled through Seton, Gryrax, and Salt Marsh, mostly along the Azure Sea. Um, a lot of the fancy imports that come through there go to here, rather than ending up on the shop stores and storefronts. Okay. Cool. Um, I'm gonna ask Salvatore, so, um, you're at court, um, what style of dress is most popular? Currently, 
you asked the wrong person in real life about this. Um, <laughs> you can defer to Josh. Roll <laughs> a straight intelligence check for me. A fashion check. Actually, make it a charisma check for me. Mm. Why you do this? Uh, straight charisma, it's 12. Um, <laughs> there are like these that. parts on the torso that have strings that tighten, and the dresses are big. Generally large dresses with string. You mean light? Oh, you know what? I'll... There's uh, stringy bits. No. For tying. The costume is Yeah, like a corset. There are definitely bits that you tie and mm -hmm. larger portions of the outfit that sort of spread um, to make okay. yourself yep. more mm -hmm. seen. Wonderful. Uh, great. And just gonna keep looking at the dresses at the front of the thing. Okay. Oh, what is it? I just start to walk away. <laughs> really going to anything? You're just in a circle. Anywhere else. Uh, okay. Um, as you're looking, uh, again, there are, are many options to you here, Parker. You do see, after a little bit, the human individual kind of finishes up, uh, and she walks over to you and says, uh, Hello, love. How can I help Hello. you? Hello. Um, I'm I'm actually not not purchasing today. Um, I was just looking at the dresses. Do you happen to know? Um, I might be performing in court. What is the most popular currently? Ooh, you're a fashionista. Um, well, here, here, here. And she kind of leads you over, and she spins one of the dollies around, and there's a lot of. It's basically like a hoop skirt um, mm -hmm. with like an under frill. And so there's a lot of bell to it. I don't know if I'm using the right words, but that's what it looks like visually. There's yeah, a lot right. of bell to it uh, mm -hmm. with with fairly bright colors um, mm -hmm. trimmed with blacks or golds. Uh, and then there is a corset, like an underbust corset. And then usually like a matching silk color uh, for the bodice here. Uh, and mm -hmm. then a little bit of frill, um, but it does keep the shoulders fairly open. Uh, mm -hmm. And the back is open down to the corset with it just kind of catching on the sides here. I don't know if what I just described is physically possible, but that's what I said. Okay, perfect. Fantasy, yeah, got it. Um, I, okay, I'm taking note of what that dress looks like. Um, dummy is taking notes. Well, I don't know if I got that right. Doing the, doing the keen mind. Fashion. Okay. Saul's definitely described some extra detailed pieces, just so you know. Just to get those. Perfect. Tell yeah, you what, when you come back I to have... pick it up, they'll be like, "Hey, look, here's this thing that you said you wanted." I'll, I'll, I have a sketched picture of it that I'll post in the Discord. Beautiful. Sweet. Perfect. All right. You put your orders in. They tell you it's going to be probably about two days to get everything cut and finished. Oh. Um, so, you have a. Or it's not today then. And on that note, we are going to go to break so that I can eat my dinner without being rude. And we will be back, my friends. And we are back and we are rejoining our party, having just submitted their orders at the Dapper Dandy um, clothing store up on the Crest mm -hmm. district of Neil Draw. 
You step out into the evening air after the measurements being taken, all is said and done. It is about 10 p.m. in the evening now. This, the kind of night has set in. There's yeah, still a little bit of, of traffic, uh, still a little bit of hustle and bustle. You see lights kind of shining through the windows of these homes, um, fairly warm. The sun, or the sun, Jesus, it's the night. That would be bad. The moon uh, the is, is about three quarters up in the night sky. The night sun, yes. That's what they call it canonically here. <laughs> That's a great Where do you want to go? Um, you said there was, sorry, another magic store in the crest, and then there's the pastry shop in Dragonmark. Pastry shop in Dragonmark. Uh, you would wager both of those shops would be closed by now? Ah, of course. Has he mentioned the pastry shop aloud? I have. Before we went to the first store, I mentioned that. What's your favorite baked good? Ah, uh, there's something on the menu I've always wanted to try. It's magical bread. It sounds enchanting. <laughs> we really must go visit that ghost oh, my. <laughs> Do you know what, what kind of place to stay tonight? I'm just throwing that out there. Oh right. Also, food would be nice. I'm. Most I was granted my quarters by the. Uh, the court. I have my own quarters there. So, are you only suggesting a sleepover, or are you suggesting Definitely we're going no. to show us where the inn is? It sounds like I'm saying I haven't been to any of the inns. I don't know what they're like or where they are because I've this stuck in the most the conversation we've ever had. <laughs> There's okay. really only one bed. Got small space for me. Mm. Just met you kind of like this morning, so... We're grateful to you for leading us around at all. Thank you. It was my pleasure. That's true. Um, none of us have ever been here. What district should we be going to? Long question. I grab an old man. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. <laughs> oh, holy shit. Hello. I'm sorry for the rude, uh, rudeness of my grab there. Uh, 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 you just... Could you direct us to the um, best, finest inn in the city? Uh, there's, um, well, there's, uh, there's one on Fetham's side. What's that one called? Uh, Fetham's side has the crowded axe. Uh, pretty nice. <laughs> sort of like... Uh, and then on the Dragon Mark's end, uh, there's, uh, what's it, the Gobbly Inn. <laughs> I wish I Let's was go to the Goblin near the pastry shop that Salvatore was talking about. Can I go? I believe the shop would be closed currently, but you could stay yeah. at that inn and visit it in the morning. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you. You're okay, Thank strange you. people. Farewell. And he walks away. A kind old man. I forgot to ask him his name. <laughs> you, you did. Um in between grabbing him. Um, so, uh, were you, Peach, you wanted to go to the to the, the goblin? Mm -hmm. That's very cute and funny. Um, Alright. Uh, Salvatore, can you lead us to that section of the city? It's the least I can do. This way. And I start walking. Okay. Salvatore, you lead them down towards the dragon's mark. Uh, in your time spent here, you've never really delved deep into this district of the city. 
It is about an hour as you make your way back through the crest down Main Street and then into the Dragon's Mark proper. The Dragon's Jesus. Mark is mostly either thatch or red slate roofs. Uh, and again, that white plaster with wood support beams on most of these houses. As you cut your way through this district, you eventually walk into a large square. You're feeling like, and Demi, you would kind of have this idea that you're about at the center of the district. And in the very center of this district, there are these wood fences that run around this large rock outcropping that is initially this sort of red sandstone, but about halfway up, it begins to take on these scorch marks that lead up towards the top. The very top of the sandstone is solid glass. Oh, as you make your way past and around this kind of landmark, you cut a little further in. Now, Salvatore, you don't know exactly where the Goblin Inn is, so where are you leading them from here? You're about at the center of the district. Is there any sort of general, like, town square or district square? This is it. You're on it. Shit. This is, this is the Dragon's Mark, is the district's namesake in... <laughs> Someone look for someone who's not doing anything. <laughs> uh, excuse me, you seem to be hubbub or um, noise in any particular direction. Just a few, actually. You know what? Roll perception. I have so I good at this. Someone else. No. Seven. Seven. Okay. Nothing on that. You do see, like walking nearby, there's like just a hooded figure who's kind of like shuffling in one direction. Oh, for someone else. <laughs> there is a the less figure. hooded figure walking the opposite direction. Oh, I would the hooded figure is always going to be like, excuse me, sir, a person. Yeah, if anyone. Oh, God. Uh, where's the goblin? Uh, Money? Where's the goblin? It's three blocks that way. And he turns right and walks off. Insight. What is my insight? It's not good. I got a six. Definitely the truth. You get lost again. You spend about two hours wandering around the district before you do eventually asking people find the goblin. It is a short squat single story building, uh, but it goes about most of this block in this long flat stretch that heads backwards as well. The main door are these large barn doors that hang open and you can hear cheering, chanting, uh, and singing coming from within the inn itself. To... How do you approach? Um... Salvatore, you, um, you've done so much for us. Can we buy you dinner? Uh, you can ask us all those questions. Ooh. I think that'll be fun. Wonderful. Thank you. 
you make your way into this inn, and it is quite crowded. Uh, even as it's getting later into the evening, uh, there is, again, music coming from one end of this long run. Uh, tables, uh, mostly like these long picnic tables with benches strewn along them, and just little groups seated themselves. Uh, not a lot of individual tables, a few off in corners of the room, and then a long bar that kind of wraps the back wall. Uh, and then doors that lead deeper into the inn itself. And you see standing, like, the bar itself, as you walk up and approach it, is a bar, and then a drop of about a foot, and then another sort of bench, and then it drops the rest of the way down. And there are goblins along the inn. Yes. Yes. Hello. Hello. What can I do for you? We, um, quick question, Salvatore. We don't expect them to give us a place to stay once we come to the court, do we? I don't believe so, but who knows? Okay, I guess for now, could we, uh, purchase, uh, rooms for two nights? Two nights? All right, yeah. How many? Uh, three. Three rooms? Well, uh, We're sleeping separately. I don't know. It's up to you guys. Also, tell us when Cat closes your door. What? Oh, because I'm screaming. The door's already yeah. closed. Oh, gosh. Goblins! <laughs> do we want to do just one room? Is there a way to do one room, one room with three beds? Oh, yeah, me? Sorry, and he was staring at Demi. Uh, I, yeah, we could do one room, three beds, sure, no problem. <laughs> Thank you. Do I notice him staring at me? Uh, yeah. Why? I know you. You, oh no. <laughs> you want to give us a song? Oh, um, uh, maybe after dinner. <laughs> band, I'll take a little off on the room. It's good for business. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, my name's Grez. You need anything, you let me know. Uh, that's going to be one gold piece for the rooms. The room. All right. One. F- fine. Silver. It's eight gold pieces, silver pieces. Wow. Eight silver. Perfect. Okay. Thank you, Grez. Here's your keys. They're going to tink, tink, across the floor behind you. Somebody get those Whoops. bins. Will you go get that? Let me grab mine. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Okay. Let me know if you need anything. Um, dinner. If you have food. Yeah. Bletch, slap. Uh, and you hear. I'm from sorry. Back. Bletch. <laughs> Bletch. You hear Bletch. there is this like oh, diner what? window behind, and this little head pops up with these long pointed green hairs, and there's this white floppy hat that's kind of dangling to the side. And as it pops up, the hat slips forward, and he has to readjust it back. Uh, slip! How many? You, you hear Cresco. Uh, four! Wait, the little oh. ones want something? Sure, fine. Uh, we called it slop, right? Six sure. Let's have some slop. You got it, Chris? Okay. <laughs> it disappears. The hat falls uh, as he disappears. Uh, yeah, motherfucking son. And then it bobs off along. It's an experience. Wonderful. Should we find a table? Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Are any of those um, tables in the back that are separated open? Uh, yeah, there's a few. Absolutely. Is it just all goblins in here, or are there like other? There's people? a. T- it's all different races, but gotcha. working the place is just goblins. all goblins. Every single one. Goblin. I love that. Yeah, I great. love that so much. You actually, this as ma- you're making your way around, you like kind of are started as this goblin carrying trays in both hands and one on its head covered in food kind of just pushes past you agilely and like ducks by serves it up to a table i love it okay. i love this, this is, is my dream in real life this is where sean dies and goes to heaven honestly oh my god this is my heaven and my hell irl purgatory <laughs> everything okay so we're gonna find a table and you (laughs) successfully find a table in one of the kind of corners so those questions ask us any of them how do you know Mordenkainen (laughs) we jumped up and down on his teleporter in our basement what the fuck kind of sentence is that Do you have any idea what you've done? (laughs) (laughs) The balance you could have undone. We didn't know what it was. And I say we, like, as a collective, I didn't touch shit. Um, Apparently, the the previous owner of our lighthouse and our island um, worked with Mordenkainen. And when we touched that very old teleporter... It uh, it alerted him apparently, and then, without knowing who he was, we may have sassed him. We loosely again. Oh. And, He's still a dick. And oh, um, well, that's you don't know the power he wields. All right, um, do you have the name of this individual who used to own this house? Theodore Solomon, I believe. Theodore. Sol- I right. That is correct. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Well done. Good keen mind. Thanks. I didn't even think to question you. Thanks. Thanks. I don't believe I ever heard of this individual, right? Uh, Theodore Solomon, no. Absolutely not. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Um, you shouldn't uh, do that anymore. <laughs> oh, we can't. <laughs> Good. Down the center. He... I'm sorry, he destroyed it. He destroyed yes. it from... <laughs> I assume. Oh, classic. Classic Mordenkainen. <laughs> so, just right so he's now. always been a dick. Okay. I will. It's a bit judgmental, but... It's a bit factual is what it is. It, it's I an mean, opinion, we, so it's we not factual. something after he told us not to, and it is his, so... I just asked him how to use know. it. I simply said, hey, how do one use this? Because I'm interested. He spins it down the middle and says, you don't, and then disappeared. Well, I mean, it's it's not. So, so we don't have a teleporter. I'm we don't want to learn. I mean, I'm just saying, don't. I want Indeed. to learn. We do have a magical library of sorts. I'm, I'm sorry? What? <laughs> it's like a tiny one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> magical teleporter that... Mordenkainen zones and a magic library. Sure, in your basement, in your new house. It was in really? my basement, yes. Uh-huh. It's behind yeah. a magical door. It was actually one... Of course it is. So, Why not? So, but the magic was quite nice. You have to, um, I had to play a specific kind of song on the wall. 
Yeah. How did you find this place then? How how did we find it? Um, my our We're, friend. We should not say where it is or anything. Just as a. I mean, I'm not. We already said it was in the house. I mean, we already said it was in the house, but I didn't say the song. Um, but no. I mean, where? Where? Where we I'm live? going to. Oh, well, at all possible sometime in the future, I would very much love to see this magical basement secret song door room. Ooh. Could God. you fix our teleporter? Could you? I would love to find out. Hell yes. There we are. Ooh. Ooh. As you are talking, Demi, you feel a little tug on your sleeve. Mm -hmm. And as you look over at it, there's a small goblin child with these black braids kind of braided back in these big eyes that are kind of unblinking. And they just kind of go like this and smile with this big toothy grin. By the way, canonically, all of my goblins look like the Pathfinder goblins. Um, Perfect. Love them. And they pull this rolled up piece of paper out from behind them. Oh, no. And they lift yes. up the one moment poster and slide it on. And then they lift a quill. Claw wine. Up. It's claw wine. Oh, claw wine. Sorry. Claw wine. Uh, claw wine poster. And they lift a quill up. <laughs> oh, it appears you have fans here. Uh, I. What is claw wine? She takes it. It's very bad. Um, and. <laughs> so all those, like, the classic lean over and just goes, Salvatore, don't ever. If you have the chance, do not ever order claw wine. If she you... signs it because it's a kid. Oh. <laughs> um, she clutches it and just takes it. <laughs> oh, my. Magic. Made it to the capital. I hate everything. Salt Marsh is going to literally ruin my life. Not your life, no. just your career. Now, on to you. You said your mother was a god? Yep. <laughs> Elaborate, please. Well, as you could probably tell, he lifts up his hand that now has the scales on it. I'm not human. I'm a UMT. You ever heard of them? The snake people? I could say I have, yes. Well, uh, you can say it then, because I'm a UMT. Um, and uh, I was uh, given up at birth, from what I can assume, because I was found in the Gryrax and uh, all that jazz and grew up there but basically at one point in my life a woman reached out to me mentally and said I'm your mother and I'm a god uh, save me so that's what I've been working on she told you she was a god well I kind of assumed that she was a god because like it's kind of hard to like you know get into people's heads in Zoologic, like, there are gods and not gods and nothing else. Yep. Yeah, there's no... He doesn't understand demigods. He doesn't study this stuff. So he's yeah. like, I don't know. It could be like a demigod, but like, is that not a god? You can just call me Demi. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, how long have you been sitting that. on that? <laughs> oh, well. Um, but no, know. It, I just... I don't know if she's like... Like, she's celestial. That's what I know in celestial. Because... I didn't know how to read Celestial, and now I do, after she was like, Manobio. So, like, it. I don't know. She's cool. It's a fascinating language. Yeah, it is. Um, it doesn't make any sense, but it does at the same time. Anyway, um, but yeah, so I've been collecting pieces of a relic 
called the Ostasenka, which ooh, ooh. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> He's just like writing down notes as he's talking. <laughs> and I put the piece down in front of him so he can look at it. Identify. Okay. Um, Nobody's done that yet, so that's pretty dope. Yeah. <laughs> as you do it. Uh, so basically, statistically, um, it is a rod of the Pact Keeper. Um, okay. But... Again, but those don't just like exist in the world. <laughs> no, those do not just exist in the world. Yeah. Uh, it is a very rare item. There are also some very you've seen a few similar rods that have been enchanted to store magical essence from creatures mm -hmm. from other planes. This one is damaged, but you can sense far more potential from it. Um, mm. You also note that there is both celestial and some sort of dark, ominous magic within it. That's absolutely horrifying. What is it? Uh, celestial claims to your story are true. Uh, there is a darker essence within this item. I'm not oh. quite sure what, but definitely not celestial. Keep that in mind. I feel like super old. Can I carbon date this or like give approximate you can like, estimation investigation of on it or whatever the fuck? I didn't mean like carbon dated exactly. But... Yes, I get you. Investigation. Uh, thirteen. You would. You are no expert on UNT antiquities. Uh, gotcha. Your context of the UNT is not, not great. great. Um, yeah. and so this looks to be the, the few references you've only seen them drawn in books in passing glances that you've seen of UNT art. This looks to be made by the UNT, but when, where, how completely eludes you. But it was made by the UNT. You are pretty certain. All right. I'll let you know that at least. Okay. Well, that's nice to know. Because, uh, I'm not going to lie, I was a little nervous after you said Scepter of Domination and that there was a key. Basically, my mother told me that this was a key to unlock her binds, so that's a little concerning. Well, I, I wouldn't worry too much about that. This, this has a very specific name. You called it the Ostis Anchor? Yep. I... I don't believe this is the same thing we're looking for. Also, this has clearly been destroyed. If we can oh, find out how they did this, <laughs> let's try it on the throne. Um, but yeah, so that's basically my story, and um, I've been trying to find the pieces of this for years, and met this group, and yeah. There's Wonderful. a huge insect on my camera. I thought oh, you. Yeah. Were, on your I was so yeah. I was I so concerned. That was like reaction. Like reaction. There's like delay. I don't want to kill this. I need to put it. There's not enough bugs on our food. <laughs> you can go in here for a little bit, bud. You can hang out. It's like you just <laughs> um, yeah, Anyway. No. So, um, yeah, that's my story. So, I'm just like a god. My curiosity has been thoroughly sated. Oh. I'll just I'm generally, it. you know, talk about you guys' backgrounds. 
lives. Anything you want to discuss? The food eventually arrives just to get this to you guys, and then please continue to roleplay. Uh, again, it's a goblin carrying a bunch of trays. Uh, they throw it up on the table. It is like roasted meats, vegetables. You're not sure why they refer to it as slop. Uh, and there are a few tankards of ale. And, and the goblin goes, ah, Six slops! And then walks off. Holy shit, this looks delicious. <laughs> yeah, that's why I always try the local food. Experience. It's an experience. It is definitely not slop. Why did they give us six? The dragons? Oh. One, or, sorry, dragon and sprite. And, and... <laughs> It's kind of adorable. Vims, this one's yours. <laughs> don't make a big mess. Don't make a big mess. No, don't make a big mess. That one was actually... All right. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Vims is sitting at the plate in front of Salvatore 100%. Sorry. I'm trying Sorry. to wipe food off the face. Like, oh, yes. Debbie, this is a different one. Sorry. That's fine. It's excitable. Ah. Where are you? myself clean. Sorry, what was that? Where did you learn to read the language of Gana? I was doing a bit of an expedition into some old ruins near the Great Empire. Um, a bit of a collapse happened while I was there. Apparently, there was another section beneath the ruins I was actually excavating, which led me to this chamber with this Gnothian writing all across the walls. At the time, I couldn't read it, like you all. I tried with magic and found the same result as your friend here. But then I found this strange artifact sort of embedded in the wall. I used uh, every bit of my cunning to decide to touch it. And that is what bestowed the language of the Gnothian Empire, or, sorry, the Empire of Ganoth, to me. Do you all say that it's a bad idea to touch things? I mean, yes. To be fair, it was a horrible idea. It just worked out better for me. You could have just... He didn't put it in his mouth. Okay, well, we're not... I don't have the context for the conversation we're currently in. Oh. <laughs> Do you want to tell him? Yeah, sure. I licked um, a slime on the wall in the cave, and the slime kind of, you know, almost killed me. Interesting. <laughs> just eating. <laughs> if it doesn't come up at least once an episode, it's not a conundrum company show. I no. know. Um, <laughs> I can't wait till Demi licks a wall. Ooh, that'll be the day. <laughs> never gonna happen you don't know that josh make it happen yes sir <laughs> right away sir i don't know what i'm doing um josh, dm question yeah. um when he said um ruins near the great empire is the great empire sorry like the great kingdom the great kingdom fuck i keep saying that you're good man there's a lot of um, empires and kingdoms and principalities yeah, kingdom. and all that jazz. it was within the territory of the great kingdom nowadays the Great Kingdom is Salvatore, you would know this uh, and you can get that context. The Great mm -hmm. Kingdom uh, is basically the large expanse of fairly 
combative city-states that are held under a sardom uh, along the eastern coast of Flanace, uh, north of the Lordship of the Isles. I don't do your accent very well, or I'd do it for you. Uh, it's, it's beautiful. Perfect. <laughs> Alrighty. Alright. What were you looking for? Anything, really. I hadn't hadn't particularly fallen into the uh, Gnothian culture then. That sort of led me on their trail. I started finding different archives from the area before the Great Kingdom was there and started to find different texts that I could all of a sudden read and no one else seemed to be able to. So through that process, I was able to gain a bit more information about that part of history, roughly 2500 to 2000 CA. So when they're believed to have been in power before the collapse. Which you would all know is about 3000 years ago. Yes. CA is uh, calendar appearance. Uh, circle appearance. Circle appearance. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> Man, I can't. You're doing amazingly, anything. Sean. Stop, stop. No, I'm not. <laughs> You are, though. You got a, real weird, a, real quick. a literal textbook worth of information dumped on you for this character. <laughs> it's fine. Um, Demi will at some point sing. <sighs> yeah, performance, please, my friend. Yeah. You hear as Grez from, like, the... Everybody shut up! Uh, and, like, <laughs> the whole place just goes... It's quite a bit. Um, that is a 21. Okay. The room full of silence. Uh, and are you performing anything in particular? Or is it just a regular kind of doing your thing? Um, well, apparently my dog's Merlin! Merlin! It's Bims. It's a dance beat. <laughs> Everybody has to have background noise today. It um, is the day for it. Mine is my chair. I'm going to have her sing uh, God Help the Outcast, is what I will have her Aww. sing. Um, so that'll be hers. I would sing, but it's a real dancer. with that 21, the imposed silence turns into intentional silence as the entire room kind of falls prey to the spell that is your voice, uh, Demi. Um, at the end, you know, there's large applause, calls for encores, so on and so forth, as you are coming, becoming quite familiar with. And you can see there's a few people talking about your appearance as they leave the inn. Um, there's also a little bit of gold left up on the stage. We'll say eight pieces. It's the first song I ever heard her sing. I am guessing I'm not at the table. Same. That. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Your friends must be enjoying the rhythm. <laughs> um, Timmy will make her way back after performing Okay, the inn again quickly jumps back to life people start back up their conversations some of them rowdy, some of them quiet there's quite an assortment of individuals here you are seeing tieflings of many colors uh, not just the kind of bone white that you saw the catacombs dragonborn a few here and there smattered plenty of dwarves 
um, plenty of uh, go- or gnomes, excuse me. There are plenty of goblins in this specific establishment. Uh, Goliath here and there. Uh, at least one you think might be a minotaur uh, in the back of the room with a few heavily armored individuals. Nice. There's so many different people here. That's wonderful. Big city. Kind of love it. Yeah. Well, we're the most colorful thing in Salt Marsh, so. It's nice <laughs> not being. Yeah, the place is dreadful. Yeah. It's not terrible. It's okay. It's okay for what it is. All right. I will definitely take your word for it. Well, <laughs> our island's nice. Would you want to become like Morgan? Island? I already said no. that. <laughs> I already yeah. said that. Island. island. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you'd like to come back in the morning, we can always. Further our discussions, have breakfast, and plan a day. We can go to that bakery. Mm, true. Hold breakfast. Sounds delightful. That sounds nice. Probably uh, 7 a.m. sharp. Oh, good God. Like 9. 9.30. Yeah, 9.30. Oh, right. <laughs> he writes that down. <laughs> what am I supposed to do for two and a half hours? <laughs> I don't know. Read a book. Find something. Aha! Excellent idea. I mean, it take a while. it must take a while to get over here. So true. About an hour. Unfortunately. So there you go. What? You do. You I'll do. Fly. Okay. All right. With that, do you want to call it for the night? Yeah, I'll yeah. take my leave and go to my quarters. Okay. You do so. Quite readily. As the night sets in. Yes. Are you guys heading to bed as well? Yeah. Okay. So we'll... I think that we were doing watches. Yes. What do those look like? Watches? Peach will take first watch. Okay. Because I'll do second. I don't know we're doing watches. I'll do second. Oh, do you... or I'll do third. I usually do third. Yeah, that's why I was like, because I usually do second. Roll yeah. your perception checks and have them ready for me. Yeah. All right, uh, Josh. Yes. Knowing what I know now about the situation, uh, my bed is positioned in the middle of my quarters. Mm-hmm. Um, Lehman's tiny hut over the bed. <laughs> Alarm around the Lehman's tiny hut. Okay. And I will cast Morningkainen's private sanctuary. You got Morningkainen's private sanctuary. Okay. It is impossible to get you. Uh, got it. Great. Good to I, I will ask. I will ask Bims to stay up with Peach. Um, okay. We need him to stay up with you. He's fine. Mm-hmm. Someone should watch you too. Peach. Onto Peach's shoulder. Mm-hmm. You good? You'll understand in about a minute why I'm freaking out. Okay. Oh no. Freak out. So she Oh. You take first watch with Bims, correct? Bims mm-hmm. will roll for his own. I got a thirteen. Okay. Bims sees mice and quickly becomes distracted by the mice. 
I tried. Uh, Demi, <laughs> you will have a present in the morning. Oh, God. Uh, oh, yeah. Cat, leave it on pillow. It's probably a new pair of shoes. <laughs> Thanks, Pims. Yeah. Um, Peach, you said to 13? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you, a lot of your shift, there is still raucous noise coming from the front side of the inn. Uh, and it's not like, it's it's a gentle thrum back here. It's not intrusive, but it doesn't draw any kind of concern from you. The room you actually ended up with, you realize, is in the center of the complex, and there are actually no windows uh, in this room. And it's just a square room with three beds in it. It's well furnished. Cool. Back to the door. Yeah, back to the door. Okay. Uh, but other than that, it is an uneventful. Uh, watch for you. Okay. When Zol wakes up, um, I'm going to ask him if we can move my bed to in front of the door. Um, Why? I don't know if it opens in or out. It opens so inwards me... towards okay. the room. I don't Perfect. think that's very safe. I just... What if we have to, like, leave? They move the it room? on their own. Okay. <laughs> Peach pushes the uh, bed up against the door. Good night. Night. Alright, Zal, perception. Um, I rolled a natural twenty. And uh I fucked up, but I think the first dice that fell was also a natural twenty for Ashi. Okay. I'm not even joking. Damn. The you practiced some breathing exercises and I did. I clarity was... <laughs> fell. You feel uh <laughs> you feel the room around you and, and feel quite relaxed. That same sort of feeling that you experienced practicing with Bravosi. Um, the sounds of the inn quiet down as it gets later into your watch, eventually falling into a very, very gentle thrum. Like the occasional conversation, no music um, as the night settles in. But your watch goes by and eventually, minus with that perception check for both of you, uh, you do see as Ashi pads, or not Ashi Bims, pads up and drops a mouse uh, at your foot uh, and then goes over and curls up next to Demi. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, okay, Pims. Um, cool. Um, and I think during Zal's watch, um, he is going to reach out to Mother for the first time in a while and just simply say, I just need a little bit of time. And then we're going to talk. That's all he says. There's a feeling of, you get, she kind of opens her response to you in an attempt to at least be transparent. There is a tinge of frustration, but also an attempt to be understanding. Gotcha. Um, and he's just going to have the rest of his watch. And once he's done, he's going to wake up Demi. Demi, you're up. Hey, Demi. Um, also... Pretty sure Bims might have hid some rats around the room. I don't know. He gave me one. Also, <laughs> Peach is sleeping in front of the door. I told them it wasn't safe, but they did it anyway. <laughs> Peach smiles in their sleep. Yeah, that that doesn't surprise me. Okay. I rolled a twenty-two. Jesus Christ, guys. Uh, Hell okay. Yeah. Uh you see the mouse left by Bims uh, near where Zal had just left it on the floor. Um, Zal's out. Uh, Could have moved it. Um, but uh, it's a quiet, quiet evening. 
the sound of the inn starts up fairly early. You can hear Grez, no, 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 not over there! And then the rest of the inn sort of begins to come to life um, as patrons wake up some of the early risers getting ready to head out about their business. Uh, and eventually you successfully complete your watch. You all got a long rest. Sean, you also got a long rest. Uh, Roll me my 2d20s, good sir. 2d20s. 9 and 18. Hell yeah! Alright. Thank you. It is the morning. The day is yours. How will you proceed? To the pastry shop. Yeah. When it's like right around 9 30, because I assume he's very punctual, we'll be up front of the day. (laughs) Okay. I got there like eight and waited. It's kind of on back towards the crest side a little bit, uh, on the main street. Uh, and the shop is called one moment, let me get the correct name here. Call the one dude, why why are they just stealing Saltmarsh branding? It's one moment is a saltmarsh thing. I'm sorry. Uh, there is a pretty storefront with these flower boxes along this kind of concave glass window. Short, narrow, not a very big store. Uh, but there is a sign along, kind of hanging from a wrought iron suspension with some chains down to this wooden sign. And the sign reads, um, Nani's Curious Pastries. And then scribbled in red paint underneath it, it says, and more. <laughs> I'm sitting on a large chest out front with a piping hot cup of tea. Just sitting there waiting. In the middle of the street. Or in the middle of the sidewalk. Yeah. It's perfect. Because there's no benches today, so I just no. brought, like, there's a chest that I'm sitting on. You brought a chest. Ah, good morning. Good morning. Okay. We're ready to go inside? Sure. I open the chest, throw stuff in. Wonderful. And I take a little tiny model chest, I tap it against it, and it vanishes. Shall we? Yep. Sure. Sure. Hold the door open. Okay. Ding-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling. Just picturing Sean doing this with a door so it does that multiple times. Everyone goes through. And then a car drives by. Uh, as you step, no, you're good. You're good. You step through the threshold, and the scent of warm baked goods immediately hits your nostrils. It fills the air in the room around you. It's a narrow shop with these kind of long, wide stands with little shelves along either side, filled with various baked goods. You can see there is a actual like little glass um, counter at the end with more baked goods in the glass counter. It's quite expensive. Uh, and then there is a little door leading back into a kitchen uh, area. Um, standing in front of this, or on the back side, excuse me, on a stool, uh, is a halfling. Um, this halfling has long brownish hazel hair that falls about to the middle of her back. She has these massive glasses that sit on her head. And she is wearing this long black dress. It's kind of a normal cut, a little bit shiny, but oddly enough, as you glance past, the train of this dress goes off the stool in a waterfall, arcs along, and then back around the corner into the kitchen and disappears in the room. Hello, hello, I am Nanny. Hi. Would you like pastries? You want to hear? You want pastries? Yes. 
Yes. Oh, I remember you. You are yes. yes Hello, uh, Danny. Yes, so uh, Salvatore. Yes. 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 Welcome. Welcome. Ah, uh, yes, Nanny's pastries. Uh, please, do what what would you like? And more. Also. What do you, what do you uh, recommend? Ooh. Oh. Why don't you show them the end more? Okay. Uh, oh. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, she hops off the stool and she kind of toddles around and backwards. She's not like old, but she just kind of bops back and forth in the way she walks. The train of the dress kind of follows her back and disappears again. And you see her hop over it as if she goes back into the kitchen. Uh, and she returns with one moment. Not a one moment. Again. <laughs> she returns with a box. And she puts the box up onto the uh, the glass counter um, and kind of throws it uh, open. Uh, and what you find is... Okay. Sitting in this long chest, this long wooden test chest, is a sword. A very pretty long sword. And as you look a little bit closer, it has a wolf's head emblazoned in the handle. It's crafted from a silver metal that curls downwards and outwards into the handle where the grip runs into this seamless flowing cut. The blade itself is kind of shaped out of the hilt in this long, slender cut as well. Uh, and as you touch it or place your hand near it, cold radiates from the weapon. Okay. Nanny has today for you, as the end more, uh, Frostbrand. This is special sword. So Frostbrand, uh, this is a Frostbrand longsword specifically, so that's 1d8 slashing or 1d10 on versatile. It's a martial melee longsword. Uh, when you hit with an attack using this magic sword, the target takes an extra d6 of cold damage. In addition, while you hold the sword, you have resistance to fire damage. In freezing temperatures, the blade sheds bright light in a 10-foot radius and dim light an additional 10 feet. When you draw this weapon, you can extinguish all non-magical flames within 30 feet of you. This property can be used no more than once an hour. It's a very badass sword. It is a very badass sword. And you're really going to like the price on it. Sorry if I seem a little distracted. There are explosions happening down the street. You're good. I don't know. So this sword, uh, Frostbrand, is magical sword. Uh, I think it's plus two. Sorry, now I'm saying mechanical things. Uh, price for this uh, is 3,000 gold pieces. Three. Um, It's a steal. It is. I mean, aesthetically, I love it. Um, but I don't really use a sword much. Peach? You spend a lot of money on me already. I mean, we spend a lot of money on everyone. It's our money. It's way more money that's been spent on me, so, like, we definitely should buy this for you, because, like... Do you want it? Let me just say, this is a very good price on this item. 
Mm-hmm. As you so you know, even if you don't use it, you can probably sell it for hire. That's not a point, thank you. Guilt. <laughs> is it um, is it better than what you're using now? A lot. Um, yeah, it's yes. much better. <laughs> Out of character. This I is a very rare is. item. Out of character, yes. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, that means trying to convince them. While you're deliberate, yeah. I do pastries. Yes, magical. Ooh. Not magical. What you want to? She hops down and again walks around the counter, and the trail follows her. It never ends. Magical paste. Wait, what? The trail of what? The trail Trail of her dress dress just never seems to manifest as she walks across the room. So cool. So there's just sort of like dress draped. There's just dress draped all over the place. (laughs) That's fantastic. She like loops around the thing and and she points up and back behind you, there's this chalkboard uh, Mm -hmm. and written on that chalkboard is regular bread, one silver piece. I'm sorry, four copper pieces. Magical bread, three silver pieces. Surprise cupcake. (laughs) Shortbread cookies. And that's it. Oh, sorry. Fate cakes. Chocolate, vanilla, strawberry, blueberry, apple, and cinnamon. Does she explain what any of this does? No. (laughs) Fate, F-A-T-E. Fate cakes, yes. F-A-T-E. Fate cakes. Surprise cupcakes. Magical bread. Magical bread. And regular bread. And regular bread. I love surprise cupcakes. And the fate bread has flavors cookies. next to it. And shortbread cookies. Are those just normal cookies? The shortbread wow, cookies. One way to know. Oh, the bread is short. Ooh. I mean, we could all try something different. It's true. It's true. Yes. Yes. Like, you wanted the magic bread, didn't you? Oh, it's very good. Salvatore wanted oh, oh. the magic bread. Yeah, you wanted the magic bread, right? I would love to try some magic bread. I've heard it's delicious. Okay, okay. Three silver pieces. Oh, yes, of course. Uh, I summon the chest again. <laughs> Open it up. Ooh, like magic! Good! <laughs> okay. One, two, three. There you go. Thank you. Uh, and she shuffles right back. back and again, like, she goes around, which just causes more trail to be brought in a full circle, and then it doubles back over itself. She vanishes and comes back with a little, like, loaf of bread that's ban- bundled up in a cute little... Uh, like fabric kind of muslin cloth and she <laughs> do you mind if I ask you a quick question yes no I don't mind okay making sure Sorry. Um, no no don't ever um, you are amazing and I Thank love you. this dress can you explain how it works I put it on in the morning mm-hmm. so I'm not naked makes sense <laughs> But it just keeps going Perfect. forever. Is there an end to it? Yes, back there. And you look and it just goes off around and up some stairs that lead further into the house. Gotcha. But it can keep creating forever. Does it? It is just dress. Right. See, I like think my... it's just like a really long dress. I think so. I think it actually is just... Is it magical is what I'm asking. Maybe. Yeah, it's magical. Well, 
not telling you my business. Um, I want a fate cake, please. Fate cake? Okay, okay. Uh, and she disappears from the back and returns with, it's like a little single portion round cake that's got this like white wrapping on it. She hands it to you. Uh, a specific flavor of fate cake? We have chocolate, vanilla, strawberry, blueberry, apple, cinnamon. Chocolate, Chocolate. Ooh, okay, here you go. Okay. Uh, gold piece. What, how, many, how much was it? Gold piece. Just one? Okay. One gold piece. Yo. Uh, could I get a uh, surprise cupcake? Okay, surprise cupcake. I'm coming right up. Uh, and she brings out the surprise cupcake. It's all these crazy colors. Like pink, purple, green, blue mixed into the batter. It just looks like an explosion of colors. And then the icing on it is just, again, an amalgamation of random colors. The problem is when you do that with icing, it just kind of turns brown. Uh, <laughs> so it's like brown icing. All right, how much was that? One gold piece. Okay, and a gold piece. Mm-hmm. Now, Mono. Um... Could I buy purchase some magic bread as well? Magical bread, okay. No, Teresa. Her, uh, you left magic bread. Brings back another cutely wrapped. Okay, you eat now or you eat later? Oh, also, could I trouble you for a box of shortbread? Oh, yes, yes, okay. Uh, this is three gold pieces. Oh, okay. <laughs> One, two, three. There you go. And I throw my money back in the chest and it disappears. And she like returns with a little. It's like. It's basically four pieces of shortbread, like in a little box wrapped in chocolate. Oh, it to you. ooh! Oh, the chest reappears. Throw it in there. Disappears. <laughs> okay. I have to remember you have that. Okay. Oh yes, you do. What is uh, what is the plan here? Are you going to eat your breakfast now, or are you headed elsewhere? We should get that sword. All right. This you is a should sword. definitely get that sword. Get this sword. This good game. Peach, would you like it? <laughs> we can, yeah, we we can sell lullaby. Uh, they'll point to the scimitar later if that's if that'll. Well, let me see. Help. It's a great name for a sword. Pull out uh, the scimitar. Hold on. And she disappears around the back. Reappears with a pearl. You trade this sword, 2,000 gold pieces. Oh. Do you want it now? Yeah, that works. Okay. Uh, she'll reach into the bag of holding and grab 2,000 gold. Okay. Lullaby is removed from your, your inventory. Uh, button, you may add a frost brand long sword to your inventory. Ooh, that's good stuff. It's a very good song. It's really good, especially for all the shit that we do. <laughs> Welcome and to the big city, my friends! And now you're fire resistant. Oh, is it just while it's on your person, or do you have to have it drawn to get fire resistance? Uh, let's see. While you hold the sword, you have fire resistance. Hold. Okay. That's really good, though. Yeah. Um, he will just say, thank you. I'm, I'm sorry. I can't. I can't sell Kiara's longsword. I have to. That's fine. You don't have to sell it. You can have two. 
Also, you'd look pretty badass holding two swords at once, just saying. And wearing two swords, very nice. And wearing two swords, that's a sense of choice right there. Yeah, I don't mind. Mm -hmm. oh, why would we? Okay, anything else? No, yeah. thank you though. Okay, thank bye. You. She goes back behind the camera. Yeah. Okay. Pulls out a book. It's a really bad romance novel. Like, there's this shirtless dude painted on the front cover, and he's riding on a Pegasus. <laughs> Licks her lip, flips the page. Oh. I will say, this Nani character uh, was the winner of my 2000 Instagram character design uh, that was done in collaboration with Nani, who is a good friend. Nanali Chan on Instagram. We sat down and made this character together. So, Aww. thank you guys for interacting. Very good. Oh, I love. She's a magic bakery. I said yes. <laughs> um, speaking of which, uh, are we eating here? Can sure. I eat more? Because we could explore some. We do. She puts sure the book like. down. Leans there on. is still one more <gasps> magic shop to visit if you still had interest in that. Or the rest should. of the city, really. You have any interest to pursue or research you wanted to do? We have access to that place now. That's yep. very true. Um, maybe we maybe we go walk to that other magic shop and then go back to the catacombs. I did ask for books that I didn't actually get to look at. Same. <laughs> Sorry about that. I need to talk to Bertram about some stuff too. I will lead them to the third and final magic shop. Okay. Know of. To be clear, Every... are you eating these now or are you taking them? Yes, I'm saving mine for later. So, those I of you eat eating yours now, breakfast. what did you purchase, Parker? Fake cake. Okay, fake cake, I and it was chocolate, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. You die. <laughs> what happens to me? As you take a bite out of this, um, it's an explosion of delicious chocolatey flavor with just this hint <laughs> of, <laughs> of alcoholic, like, there's a little bit of brandy cooked into it, you think? Okay. But you also start to feel yourself, uh, unfortunately, get a little weaker, and you do have disadvantage on strength saving throws for the next hour. Whoa. Oh, dear. Have, never mind. The stop sucks. I could get worse. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? Oh, no. Oh, Peach will eat their magic bread. Like the an magic idiot. bread is just regular bread. Uh, it tastes really <laughs> good. What? <laughs> it tastes the exact... It's, as you, like, glance back, there's regular bread next to magic bread. It's the exact same, just one is priced more. No, it must be different. I detect magic on uh, Peach's loaf of magic bread. It's not magical <gasps> I've been scammed. <laughs> I've been bamboo. If you walk around for an hour, the next hour has a migraine. <laughs> I, uh, I'd like to eat my my surprise cupcake. You've got the you okay. The surprise cupcake. As you eat it, you are not fucking sure what this flavor is, and I need to get out of D one hundred. Oh my god! Mommy, guys, I'm eating you, mommy. Dying. <laughs> There's a seventh Death flavor. Death by cupcake will be ironic. And not sad. Hey, not the seventh the first flavor time. is surprise. Uh, Josh, you Josh. realize that this this roll could literally change the course of your campaign. As Saul, you take a bite out of this, 
it's one yeah. bite you kind of look at it like what the and then there's a massive puff of silver smoke that encompasses all 30 feet around you including oh, the random oh. people walking down the street oh my and god and everybody god. turns invisible <laughs> <laughs> You grab for me? I tell you what. You're invisible. I'm sure we end up in the same place. I cast Do I become visible? Uh, well, let me see. Hold on. You do become visible as you cast Prestidigitation. Oh. Everyone else is if you have any spells, you can cast them to make yourself seen again. What the fuck is going on? It's just this but that won't work for the voice. other people. Maybe we stay invisible until we're out of here. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm just sitting there in the middle of this crowd of people. Oh, help! Help! I'm invisible. Help! I, I, I was grabbed by Peach, so Debbie's just gonna be like, "So we're gonna walk this way in primordial." Just like, yeah. like, okay, I see primordial. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> and I cast invisibility on myself. And I go, oh no, they're taking me away. <laughs> and Zal is going to continue walking and eating his cupcake as he continues to walk. The cupcake starts to taste, every bite is slightly different as you bite out uh, of this. Every single thing uh, is really weird. Uh, oh, I thought you were going to say a different effect. No, no, different, no, different, no more effects oh. happen, but every single taste is Everybody goes invisible. <laughs> Uh, as I want a hundred of these. As you make your way, you guys bump into a few individuals and then kind of break the space. Uh, as you begin to move, after about a minute, the spell dissipates and you manifest back into visible form. Oh, good. All I can I imagine is Val has one. Experience. Demi will release Peach's hand now. <laughs> See, all, all I imagine yeah, is that Val has like one bite left and he's like, so that was weird. And just like eats the one. <laughs> I have a terrible headache. Can we please, please go? I'm afraid to eat mine. <laughs> what did you get? Nothing happened to me. I got what? magical bread and shortbread. I don't want to find out what happens. <laughs> well, I mean, nothing happened to Peach, and they got the same bread. So, I mean, your bread should be I safe. I may not have been scammed. <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> It's a wonderful cake, but now my shoulders just feel heavy. Oh, do you want to carry anything? I really thought you were offering to carry me, and I was like, not through the city. <laughs> no. Um, no, I'm fine, thank you. Uh, I carry everything in this bag, and it doesn't actually weigh that much. Uh, <laughs> I will say, if you want, and then I'll snap my fingers, and this golden disc just appears on the ground. Like, you could... Rest on this. Yeah. Now have to walk. Yes. That sounds. I am so excited. I don't know it's what doing. But covering it's... metal disc behind yeah. me. She just okay. jumps up on it, stands, and then she starts floating behind me as you walk. A few people are like clapping and pointing, like it's a street show. They're very like entertained by this. Yeah. Debbie pulls out water and shapes water into shapes while she's oh, people start throwing a little bit of money you get like six <laughs> silver pieces yeah <laughs> we made money yeah <laughs> amazing cool perfect oh man and we make our way to the uh 
Catacombs? Next door. By the way, that spell oh, lasts for eight hours, so you don't have to get off it. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it does have to stay fairly close to you, though, right, Sean? Oh, it follows me. Okay. But, feet, right? Uh, I think it's 20 feet. It stays within me. Or, no. Yeah. Okay. 20. It tries to stay within 20 feet of me. If it goes more than 100, it disappears. Okay. You approach the last store. Mm-hmm. It is... An old, so it's a long walk, this one. Uh, it's about an hour and a half to two hours as you head up north to Fetham's side. Jesus. Oh, my headache's gone. Very big city. Yes, the <laughs> headache dissipates oh. eventually as you make <laughs> your way dis- across. <laughs> it, is, it is a huge, huge city. Um, as you cross up into the north Fetham side, again, this is a fairly new district, though the construction doesn't look quite as expensive as the crest. Um, you, it's easy enough to find, find the invisible key, which is an older tower than the rest of the buildings in the space. It's not really a tower. It's three stories with a canonical roof, and it's in a circle. Uh, so there's a little bit of height to it, but not much. So there's a few buildings that are actually taller next to it. Uh, but it once Sorry, was a did tower. you say canonical or conical? Con- conical. I meant conical. I said conical. Okay. Really, I'm Sorry, I was just like, wait, did I? You walk up the door is very awkwardly crafted into the shape of a lock with a rounded top and then a sort of angled bottom. Okay. I hold the door open. You hold the door open. I love that that's his thing. As you walk in, this tower, uh, you walk in, it's simple wooden floors. There is a wooden counter across the far side, and there are a few objects hanging from the walls of this tower, which is not particularly big either. As you look up, it just goes straight up. You see the beams and then the roof. There are no extra floors to this tower. It's just tall for really no apparent reason. Uh, you s- look over the counter, uh, and there stands a wizard with this gangly brown beard that defies gravity a little bit as it goes out in this direction, and a slight comb over. He has green eyes, uh, and he's wearing these kind of battered brown robes, which look like they have seen better days. <laughs> hello, hello. Welcome to the Invisible Key. Hello, hello. Howdy. How can I help you? My name is, uh, oh, God, Sebastian Provost. Hello, Sebastian. Yes. Are you here for magical um, items? You look like adventurers. We heard that this was the place to procure those, if you had any. Yes, 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 Sebastian's <laughs> Magical Emporium, of course. Look, I have a few things today. What are you looking for? Ooh. What are you looking for? Whatever, whatever, whatever you have. You have. Uh, I don't have... One minute. And he kind of, like, you as you look around, the things hanging on the walls are like, it's a rusted shield, a rusty sword. There's, like, some leather armor that is moth-eaten in places on stands. Uh, there is an orb that is just glass and has a crack down it that's sitting in, like, a poorly done wooden dragon claw. Uh, I double tap the cane and cast detect magic. It just to make sure. Magic. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> We've been scammed again. He walks out and there are two magical items in his hands. He says, here we go. And he places them on the counter before him. Uh, this this here is a spell scroll uh, for Unseen Servant. Um, and this here, and this is a larger piece of, uh, it's a, a series of basically like hide armors. Uh, or like plated leather armors set up uh, 
that have these weird purple lines painted in along the sleeves in these weird swirling patterns and then around the neck in these swirling patterns. Uh, and just for you guys, so the spell scroll is Unseen Servant. The mm -hmm. armor is Hide Armor of Resistance for Psychic Damage. Ooh. Ooh. That's interesting. What? Uh, how much oh, is a spell scroll? <laughs> 120 gold pieces. Oh, I'm buying it. <laughs> and how much is the armor? Passes it over to you happily, like pretty greedily takes the bag. And... The one, two, three, four. Uh, yes. uh, the armor is a little more expensive. That's 6,000 gold pieces. Yeah, oh, mine was cheaper. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, also, Josh, how would I pay for getting it into the book? Do I have to buy that stuff here? Do, yeah. Do I have spend you spend the gold? Did we clarify if you had gotten your materials for it? What do you mean? For the Because you just need the paper and the ink, right? To write a spell. But that's what I'm asking. Do I buy those at like a store or do I just pay the gold when I transfer it in? Just, How do you want to handle that? Let's assume that you have paper and ink readily enough. So just pay the gold. I would okay. assume that given your level and the amount of time you've been traveling, you have a stockpile of of the appropriate expensive paper in my chest yes. and if you don't have it you can acquire it just so we don't do 800 paper buying episodes just so we're not like like if we're in a dungeon somewhere i'm not like oh yeah i transferred it in last night right right yeah okay. no no gotcha. retconning back to that but otherwise gotcha. if you're in a city it can be assumed that you are especially like neil draw if you're in salt marsh maybe not so much okay. but here we'll do this seaton anything like that gray rex Okay. Uh, anything else I can help you with? Oh, Sebastian, got some magic items here. Anything on the walls you'd like? He points to a sheep's head that's been mounted. No. All no, right. I'm This is Timothy. Is it? Timothy. Hello, Timothy. I don't think we can afford. I mean, that sword is so expensive. I think we would need to come back another day. Well, I could yeah. bring the price down for you. How far? Uh, five gold pieces. For I'm sorry, for, for the, the leather? Oh, the, uh, you said sword. I thought you were talking about the oh. rusted sword on the wall. No, no, He's no. trying to sell you a rusted sword right now. Oh, no. Oh, don't take that sword. No, thank you. We're fine. Right. Thank you, though. <laughs> the leather? You've got an eye. I'm sorry. Too much. Too expensive. I'm sorry. No. Okay. Too rich for my blood. Uh, well, uh, sometimes I have other things, so come on back to the invisible key. Okay. And he walks around the corner and disappears. That man is insane. Oh, we're leaving. <laughs> okay. Definitely leaving. <laughs> okay. You easily leave the invisible key. Uh, so, back to did... the books. Did we have anything else we wanted to do? Or did you... Was anyone okay going back to the library? I'm fine with it. Okay. There are people I need to talk to there. We can go. Oh. Uh, you do that a lot. It's very interesting. Do what? Pro proclaim. Also, is she still on your disc? Uh, no, I dropped it when you said okay. my shoulders feel better. Okay, cool. I was like... <laughs> Trying we'll to figure out if I'm hours. walking for myself. Yeah, there, is it concentration for ten seconds? Uh, it is for ten uh, for eight hours. Okay, and detect magic is concentration. Uh, so it would have dropped anyway. 
Actually, floating disc isn't concentration. That's amazing. Floating. That's so much better. That's really good. Okay. Yeah. All right. You make your way back through the districts of Neildraw, beginning to become a little acquainted with the city. Uh, I'm going to have you guys, just because it is a big city, and now you're walking one of the larger lengths, uh, do a quick survival check, whoever is taking the lead. So uh, my good I friend I did say Salvatore. I walked first. Are we doing this so we remember how to get somewhere? Because I would remember how to get somewhere. Okay, yeah. You know what? Demi, like, catches Salvatore. But Josh, I rolled a one. Okay. But Josh, <laughs> what about that? As Salvatore starts to lead him, you... Books? As Salvatore is about to lead you in the wrong direction, Demi, you go, uh... And you know it's He's the opposite walking direction. into the bay. Yeah. This way... <laughs> Actually, just through the water. Like I'm pretty sure we're close. I thought it was another entrance through the water. Sorry. No, no, <laughs> she no. Turned around. That's the not okay. Wait, that, that way, and she's leading now. Okay, you make your way back to the catacombs and eventually find yourselves in the tall, arcing front hallway with the long columnades of the catacombs. You can see a few of the individuals in black and white tabards working at the front desk. Uh, one of them looks up and. Notices you and, his, and disappears into the back. Soon enough, Oof. you see Mavinon reemerge. Oh. Oh, back so soon. Have you had your court appearance? No, the clothes are going to take about another day. Um, uh, so we were wondering if we could use the archives. Of course, my friends. Come, come. And he leads you back into that straight, narrow hallway with no doors straight back to the library. I was also kind of hoping I could talk to Bertram for a moment, if I he is present. have him meet you in the library, certainly, Master Solomon. Thank you. Yes. I don't think I've met that before. That's interesting. Uh, deposit you all here. Go get him, and please, if you need anything, just summon one of the acolytes. They'll come and get me. Thank you. Thank you. Be safe. He disappears. Okay, you are left. Agatha is there at the front desk, ready to okay. take your questions. Hello, uh, three days in a row. You were so busy. <laughs> I I know. Um, uh, can I get that book on Marids and um, Jin again? Yes, Marids. Okay, what else have we got? <laughs> Um, can I do the same Durgar religion and history? Durgar, okay. What else? Don't be shy. Oh, I'm good. I need to talk to somebody. Okay. I'm waiting for Bertram. Master Salvatore? I just look at Tom and say, Could you give me anything you have on the UNT? UNT? Um. I'm oh. curious. Thank you. Your tail intrigued me. I don't have a tail. Oh, funny. Right. Um, Tibbot! Tibbot! Oh, <laughs> Hello, Tibbot. I had to do that. I see that you like that type of joke, so that's fine. <laughs> I wanted to do okay. And he just looks over as Tibbot comes up. I'm never going to get used to that. I'm just not. I mean, you, sh you should. He comes up the same place. But it's so accurate every time. It's a little unnerving. Like, I, mean, I want him to be, like, off by, like, five inches. He looks at the paper and then darts off into the stacks. Biteable. He doesn't also... He never talks. And it... People don't have to talk. I just want a hello. There's a library. Right. Also that. 
please take a seat, take a seat, and let me know if you need anything else, right? All right, back to our table. All right, you head back to your table. Back to our table. Speech will pull out their journal while they wait for the books to arrive, and they'll just kind of keep an eye on Zal as they're right. Okay, okay. The cart arrives fairly quickly. Um, are, you, are you keeping it a secret that you're watching Zal? They're just openly curious. Uh, everything okay, Beach? Why do you need to talk to Bertram? It's okay. I'm just wondering. He seemed so. He seemed to really like the idea of religion being militarized. Um. Dravosi, the, the other day, taught me this breathing technique, and I've been doing it, and she had learned it from um, a group of monks and since uh, we were told about the monks you know, training I wanted to talk to Bertram to see if I don't know, maybe I can learn something from them. It seems interesting something I could benefit from, so I wanted to talk to him about it Makes sense But, as for religion being militarized, uh I'm not very religious, so you don't have to worry about me. They're having this conversation openly at the table, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. Just wanted to make sure. The cart eventually okay. arrives. My God. <laughs> Peach, you are given a book that is written in common but very old common uh it's pretty dense uh, ye old common ye olde common <laughs> <That was> thrilling. <laughs> uh it's ye pretty dense regard. it's very academic <laughs> it's going to take some time to get through this it's a good one okay at least five or six hours committed to the book if you want to get information out of it okay demi you get a text that is fairly Modern. It looks pretty new. Uh, it is titled. Sorry. Hey, you were asking about Marid, correct? That's the one you got. Mm-hmm. Okay. You got the inner workings of the inner planes. Um, and as you begin to take a look at it, this is a human attempting to write a primordial's musings on the denizens of the primordial or of the inner planes the fire elemental water and earth planes it's a little difficult to understand what is real and what is the elemental adding in its own flair uh and there are parts of the text where you can tell the author may just be making it up but it is going to take you about four hours to get through this text she'll read the the are we committing the four hours then? Fiction, I guess. Okay. So we're committing to the four hours. So I will say, um, so again, this book is written in primordial, but is made even more difficult to read as it appears to be a direct recording of the an elemental's musings. This is very alien perspective on narrative, or this, excuse me, this very alien perspective on narrative makes the text difficult to understand at times. It includes references to the denizens of each planes, specifically on the Marid in the elemental planes. On the plane of water, you find the Marid, creatures driven by ego but masterful storytellers. 
on the plane of fire, you find the Efriti, warriors and raiders who often believe themselves to be the true rulers of all. On the earth plane, you find the Dao, who are greedy hoarders of wealth and knowledge and fantastic crafters. And on the air plane, you find the Jin, hedonistic aesthetics who understand the finer aspects of life. Again, it goes into more detail surrounding some of the cultural aspects of that, but those are the general descriptors. The Duragar text, Peach, essentially is called Lost to the Depths. And it is the musings of a drow scholar who had the opportunity to sit down with some Duragar, supposedly, and document some of their history. The Duragar claim, again, according to this drow, so second, second source, that the drow broke from the surface factions, or upper surface factions, around 6,000 CA. Excuse me, the Duragar broke from the surface factions around 6,000 CA. They spent Ooh. about 500 years delving deeper before they disappeared from any written record um, per Dwarven histories. They returned or began interacting with the surface races once again around 3000 CA, so about 3500 years ago. And since, there have been rare occurrences where their bastion cities and civilizations come in contact with kind of upper dwelling and upper underdark societies. There are occasional references of Durgar's having a tendency to stumble across very, very potent magical items in their roamings under the surface. Yuan-T. Yes. You've read this text before. Ah. It's called the Hell Furnace Accounts. It's a breakdown of the dragonborn perspective of what caused the raising of the jungle of Kos and the eruption of the hell furnace, hell furnaces, mm -hmm. uh, which was an outcome and response to UNT domination of not only the Amedi jungle, but also the coast jungle. Okay. And it ties all back to the dragon narcissus, who also you are familiar with. Mm -hmm. in, the, in any of my readings, there's no mention of anything Ostis Anchory or not a thing anything to do with anything I heard the other night no interesting not in any records in this archive at least okay. as you delve through this text I'm going to say you spent about five hours on these books in that time mm -hmm. Bertram absolutely comes and finds you Zol uh, Master Zol uh Bertram, I don't. Do I call you Master Bertram? I don't know how that. Bertram is fine. Okay. Um. Your father, yesterday, uh, when we were leaving, yes. we saw the um. We saw the Order of the Unmarked, and uh, said that you would be the person to talk to. Um. About what? Uh, well, I I assume you've met or know Travosi. Um, yes. Yes. She taught me some uh, 
um, breathing techniques that she had learned from monks, and it's been immensely helpful. And I was hoping to talk to somebody to learn more, possibly, if that's an option. I don't know how this works. You really. wish to follow Tarth? Uh, I don't know what that means, but no, I just um, really want to talk to somebody to see if there's any techniques I could learn, that type of, of um... stuff. I mean, yes, you can certainly spend some time spying with us. We wouldn't induct you into our order, but I'm sure some oh, of my peers fine. could... I'm more of a sword and board sort of fella, but... Um, I have... Uh, what's his name? Mabinog? He can take a look. Show you kind of the basics of what they do. I'd, I'd love that. All right. Uh, now or later... Uh, I kind of look at all of them reading. I mean, now sounds like an okay time. I'm taking your friend. Demi looks up from reading, very clearly gives the tiefling a, like, once-over, and then looks at all and is like, I get it. And then, like, goes back to reading. What does she get? What is happening? Oh, I just... You remember yesterday, the other day when I said you you were a very pretty person? No. I did say you did comment on that when right. I said it. Let's go find Mavinok. Okay. <laughs> he like leads you down, steps through the wall, and you're able to follow as he leads you back down towards those training pits. Um, cool. He does introduce you to a dwarf. Ooh. He is wearing the kind of this basically simple white sleeved shirt some fairly loose pants and sandals upon his feet. His wrists are bound in white wraps uh, that kind of accumulate over his hands. Uh, and he has this hood that just kind of folds back in this long white fall. And again, the black and white tavern. Oi, it's uh, it's wonderful to meet you. Hello. You are, uh, um, uh, uh, what are you here for? Uh, a friend of mine had taught me some breathing techniques, uh, but I wanted to learn more about... Uh, he looks at Bertram, Bertram goes, Dravosi. Oh, aye, all right, yeah, I showed her those. Oh, you you showed her those? I that... some of them. She had her own training, but... Could, I, I mean, could you show me more, possibly? I don't... You want... I'd fa- you... You want me to show you how to breathe? Well, breathe whatever techniques you use. I don't... I, clearly, I'm unlearned, so... You I follow don't... Tarth. He looks at Bertram again. Bertram's uh, just looking for a little guidance surrounding, sort of, your way of hitting things. All right, got it. Uh, all right, this way, boy. Come on. <clears throat> and he leads you back, okay. and he goes up, and the kind of stone wall parts and there is another pit sand pit and you can see a few individuals uh that are sparring it's just like you and he points at zol set okay set good i've already set good (laughs) great all right he steps out and he just begins barking things at the two individuals sparring in the ring and occasionally glancing over at you to make sure that you're paying attention Saul's definitely doing that thing that he does on the boat where he just like hyper focuses and like watches every little detail of how they're moving. Roll. Oh no. Roll straight intelligence for me. 
That's um What's happening right now? Straight intelligence? That's an eighteen. That's an eighteen. Okay, okay. Yeah. After about an hour, he says, Alright, enough. You two are done. It's out. On the pitch. Okay. Put down your weapons, take off that stupid coat. <clears throat> Okay, that's a little rude, off. but shit. Off! I, Come on! I'm, <laughs> go! <laughs> and he's just like the whole time. It's already like off. He's like, it's not, I'm not wet. Like, I'm not. Right. Okay, uh, Spread your legs. The, uh, should I undo the armor also? Oh, too? yeah. Take that off. And take the leather armor off. Good, good, good. Right. Like the trousers. Right. Those are good, at least. Spread your legs. <clears throat> Step Feet wide. apart, further, further, where's my stick? Yeah. Kimbo, stick! Somebody throws him a staff. All right, further! And he smacks the inner side of your left oh, leg. Okay. Good, yep. better. This. And it is about two hours of this as he begins to just drill you in just how to stand. Hmm. You begin to kind of take on, and I'd like you to make another dexterity check for me. Oh, uh, dexterity check? You're you're oh, keeping right. and holding in mind with that intelligence check what you watched for the first hour. That's an 11. 11. Boy, pay attention, he says as he bops you on the top of your head with the quarterstone. Ah, uh, okay. Yep, I am. Yeah, are you? All right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah are you? Yeah. Yep. All right, good. Good, good, good. All right. Then hit me. With what? Your fists, you bidded. What? You. I can do magic. That's why I asked. Hit me with your fists, you wanker! Great, I swing. Okay, roll to hit. Okay, and I'm gonna miss. It's an unarmed strike. Great, I knew I was gonna miss, and you're gonna laugh for about a second. That is an eight to hit. He just kind of ducks, and you—it is insane. Like this very kind of. He's there's quite a lot of muscular to him, but there's also a bit of bellow belly uh, down mm-hmm. below, and you swear he shouldn't move this fast. And one moment your fist is going towards his head, the next he has your wrist turned around backwards and is kind of pinning you uh, as he makes a grapple against you. So go ahead and acrobatics or athletics for me. Okay, I'm going to use my athletic because it's higher. And that 20 did. You nat 20 did. Okay, as he begins to put you into the grapple, you are mm-hmm. able to kind of twist out of it. There's a moment of pain, but you're kind of like, and he goes, ah, all right, that's pretty good. I can work with you. More! And he gets his stick back up and starts like getting you back into holding that same standing position. So I'll pull the full snake move for the first time. Snake move. Snake snake. <laughs> About three hours later zal returns to the library there are bruises everywhere hey guys what the fuck happened you you i mean though you left with a pretty boy and came back with bruises but those aren't the ones that i was expecting what are you doing oh my god <laughs> you're welcome I mean, I talked to a monk. Uh huh. He decided that I was going to start training today. Um, I can stand pretty well now, and I'm pretty good at escaping grapples. 
five HP. Oh. Uh, yeah, you are in the upper level. I don't know if you actually took any damage, but nah, I don't. I didn't. Did I take any You're covered in bruises. Oh, yeah. so yeah. You just assume the the bruises settle like disappearing. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. But uh, yeah, really good at grapple, like getting out of grapples and that type of stuff. But um, I guess I'm learning to do that type of stuff now because it was really fun. I can stand like really well now. You can stand mm -hmm. really well. Yeah. Oh, but okay. You can't knock me over. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I, I couldn't knock you over beforehand. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is Pete trying to knock him over now? Yeah, Pete tries to knock doing, him over. I'm doing the stance. I'm going to try to do the stance. I can't wait to see Horse it. Horse stance. Okay. Horse stance. So, because <laughs> you... <laughs> so are we do... we're going to do this just as a, a grapple check for a shove. So uh, Peach will be athletics, and then Zal, athletics or dex, your choice. I'm going to do athletics. Oh, gosh. 26. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Fucking shit. <laughs> 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 Get us kicked out of this Push right through the wall. Goes. Uh, <laughs> uh, what you get? I got a fourteen. Okay. You all feel all right. as just peach, poof, and you fall backwards, kind of tumbling over the next coffee table behind you with a thud, not hurting you, but making a bunch of noise. And Agatha just goes. Shh, shh, shh. Oh, and this, I finally look up from my book. Go, oh, hello, Zol. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> My bad. I I'm tripped. sorry. No, you're fine. Still, I'm still learning. I'm still learning. Yeah, if it makes you feel better, if I try to push you over, you'd probably be able to do your standing thing. But that's like, you know, Peach is like a brick wall. So. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. <laughs> you're gonna go why, are you, why, are are you why are you hiding behind the book? I feel bad. No, you shouldn't. I'm still learning. It's not like it, like, you're also wearing big-ass, like, ogre hand thingies that can, That's like, true. punch through <laughs> space and time. Yes. Like, you're fine. Uh, sorry, I since I read my book before, can we say that I read it a little quicker and then I copied the scroll into my book? You absolutely can. Now, I will say, you've got a little bit of time here. You've done a fair amount of shopping. Would you guys like to spend the rest of this day or the following day? It's still early in the day. So, I mean, it's mid-afternoon now after spending all this time reading. Would you like to commit to more reading? I'll let you guys, over the next day, I'll let you do one more book if you commit to the library. So, Each. can, can Zal, for like the rest of the day, since he's not, he got... I guess kicked from training or like he's done training. You can, can keep get... training the next few days if you'd like to. That's what I was gonna he's gonna go back the next day, but then for the time that he's there now, he's gonna try to get that book about um Seth again and try to read about that. Okay. Alright. Uh and also any like monk techniques. So I'm going to say read. it will be monks or the books with the Seth stuff, Adam. Seth stuff. Okay. Perfect. Wonderful. Love it. Make it boys. Is, is that what everybody's committing to, or would you like to do other things with your time? I'm fine with library time. Okay. Mm -hmm. What are you guys looking for? 
Um, the Shadowfell influence on the material planes. Okay. Ooh. Uh, Theodore Solomor and any connection he would have had to the circle. So the ghost Tybalt goes back and returns nothing for that. Thank you, Tybalt. God damn it, Tybalt. You can try for another book if you'd like. No, it's fine. Are you sulking, baby? No, <laughs> Salvatore is sulking. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Demi? Demi wants a book on the Feywilds again. One with, like, first-hand accounts of interactions with the Feywild, if okay. they have it. The same book comes back for you and Peach. Oh. Oh. And it is okay. cool. Okay, Sure. Oh my god. <laughs> Two Ganassis over one book. Just like. <laughs> Can I turn the page now? <laughs> just like. <laughs> Ready? Like nodding when you have to read a book with somebody and you're like waiting. Canonically, I think Debbie probably reads a little bit faster. So she's yeah, like totally waiting. The we're good. book is called. Oh, it's one copy of the same book. I apologize. Oh, I know. We're going to read it together. Yeah, we're oh, got it, got it. Okay. The Prime Material Cheers. Mirror. This, tech dis this text discusses a series of theories regarding the logic and reason behind the existence of the Shadowfell and the Feywild. The author, whose name is surprisingly missing from the text, cites as many first-hand sources as possible, but admits that beings who understand these planes tend to be flighty and dangerous to interact with. The author posits that the Shadowfell, Prime Material Plane, and Feywild sit on the same space in space and are just direct reflections of one another which can cause ripple effects across all three planes. Um, While we were reading, do we come across any, um, any explicit reference to the Dreadwood? Um, no. You do not. That's proprietary information. Any uh, any uh, locations on the Prime Material Plane listed at all? No specifics. None. Okay. As far as first-hand accounts of the Feywild, um, is there, like, any one way that people were getting in contact with the Feywild, or, like, Some any, people. like, correlation between... Almost every single account is very, very dangerous. Messing around with dryads, uh, which in several instances led to people being enchanted and enslaved for years, um, possibly decades before returning to their families and reporting what had happened to them. Um, treants uh, and other, normally not super friendly, not aggressive, but also pretty protective individuals. Um, other sorts of fey creatures, occasional wisps, um, fairy dragons, and other such creatures. Fairy dragons tended to be, those accounts tend to be less malicious and more confusing. Um, but. Any mention of the will? No reference of the will. No reference to the will. It was all a dream. Um, um, any, um, 
So they refer to it as a as a mirror um, that where the direct reflections seem to affect one another. Does it list what those effects might be? And as you read through this text, there is a very common trend among people recounting their interactions with the Fae, with the Fae of mind your own damn business. It's got nothing to do with you. Uh, which is very much akin to the perspective you get to get start to get the feeling in regards to again creatures of the fae and the shadow fell thing of the prime material is just an in-between space uh that does not tend to pan into it when forces are put out into the prime material plane they're there for the Feywild or the shadow fell any mentions of hags Occasional. Um, no first-hand or second-hand accounts, all third-hand. Uh, and mostly somebody messed with a hag and ended up dead. Or cursed, or hexed, or insane, or sleeping for the rest of their life, or any other. One account tells of a person who vomited gold non-stop for the rest of his life, but the gold would burst into flames when any ever anybody tried to touch it. Hmm. All right. Um, that was Jeffrey. Je- good old Jeffrey. <laughs> um, Jeffrey. Any figures linked to these two places, the Fey Wild or the Shadowfell mentioned? The Fey Court is referenced as leadership figures. The Shadowfell is an enigma. Okay. Um, can I have I still not been able to reach Morton if I like try it's still the same it's the same like far off note yeah that we talked about okay concealed and obfuscated did I did I learn anything about oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, we're, we're still My getting bad. through all of these, but we'll My bad. Seth. You're good. Sure. Um, so, with sending, what qualifies as familiar? Uh, like, it's up to the DM's discretion. So I know. Who are you <laughs> asking for? And I can tell you. Like the Eladrin that called our house a penis. Let me double check something. Hold on. Because it says I can message people on different planes. It might just not work. Yeah, there's a. I just don't know how Feywild stuff works with that. A 5% margin of error. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. A creature you are familiar with, the creature hears a message of mine. I will say you would be considered familiar. Okay. What's his name? My main mind, Demi, would know. Um, without um, ever seeing her, though. but I can look it up. That's right. I also could. He is a king. That's all I'm um, gonna say. But he's not. He um, he's not a king. He's not he actually. Said, but he said I'm a king, and then he said, "No, nah, I don't know why I said that." So, <laughs> you guys put a lot of effort into making it so that she could reach out to Plum. You mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. drew her or whatever. Oh yeah, you still have the sending stone to Pete. Uh, or, um, it is Plum. Plum. Uh, Veth Syros is the guy, and Sarka was the winter one. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
I'm going to go ahead and mm. you can speak your message and I will roll to see if it arrives. Okay. Can, can I have a second to figure out my message and you of go course. to Adam? Of course. Well, I roll and go to Adam. Cool. What? I didn't do it. Okay. You find a text buried that has str or retrieve a text that has draconic writing on it but it is a very off variant of draconic um it seems to be some sort of sub dialect that you have never heard um i can speak draconic so i know the title of the book is the sibilant of death That word seems to be coming up a lot. Yeah. Don't love that. But, like, what's it about? Love that for me. It defines <laughs> Seth as a chaotic, evil deity that is solely worshipped by the UNT. Yeah, he is. Um, his symbol is the flying snake with barred fangs. That is about the extent of the information that you retrieve. It is very difficult to gain any kind of information on this deity in these spaces. And again, uh, referencing back to the last piece of information, which was Seth is for the UNT and anyone else is not to know. So going through this text, is there anything, is there any hint of other beings in it, like a pantheon of sorts or is there any hint of like turmoil with seth turmoil that... amongst the yuan t yeah uh no it just speaks of seth as a deity it does not okay. speak of civil war or strife do i did i learn anything about the yuan t in this book you know what i mean Since uh, it is, like, you learned of this god and, Other than that, yeah. and his perspective of it uh worship just basic practices, things that they do to, you know, blood sacrifice, things like that, that are tied to this specific deity. Gotcha. Which have cultural ramifications, but not necessarily global ramifications. Gotcha. gotcha doesn't gotcha, assume gotcha. that all you want to do this. Well, glad I don't. Um, cool. I'm going to lock that knowledge away and then train with that knowledge now and probably fuck up my training. Okay. Anything else anyone wants to look for? At some point, uh, if they're not reading, Peach will just have their journal out. And if anyone were to look, the top of the page says The Ballad of the Black Isle. Oh, I like it. Fuck yeah. All right, my friends. You spend the next few days at the library doing your research. And... I think that is a very good stopping point for this very, another very lore-heavy episode. I think Parker wanted to do her thing. Parker. Oh, I'm can sorry, I, Parker, Can I please. try and send my message? Yeah. Do you want, do I get to know if it reaches before I send or after? You get to tell me the message. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Um, hello, it's Demi. Morton's been taken. I don't know if or what you could do to help him, but if you can, please do. They get a response to that, correct? 
Yes. I have a particular set of skills. I'm gonna get the will. Twenty-five words is limiting. Demi, 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 demi. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> oh right, you're the one that was at the tree. Sorry. That's what. Sixteen. What you say? Morton is missing. All right, we'll take a look. How's the penis house? Just <laughs> gonna fucking respond, I guess. Uh, do you want to roll to see if it gets there? Oh, gotcha. Sure. <laughs> Actually, doesn't this time. It doesn't? No. Okay. She goes suspended and it's like... Oh, no. The line's busy. Like... Yeah. It's just... Boop, boop, boop. Please hold. Sorry, Pretty. Okay. It's a very no, slim good. chance that that happens. I mean, she can send it again. So, oh, like, okay. I can keep trying. Cool. I have this is great. multiple levels of that. But essentially, she's like, is there a way that he's somehow messing this up? Hold on. Okay. Uh, yeah. You get a dial tone. Like, oh, let okay. me dial again. Mm-hmm. Please hang up. Um, <laughs> I would appreciate it. Thank you. The house was fine the last time I looked. Let me know if you find anything out. Good to hear about the house. How long ago? What day is it? Time's oh. weird. Cool, it's cool. been about a day? Since your last message. Oh, oh shit. Oh, yeah. Jesus. I forgot time's fucking weird. Uh, fuck. Um, I have two more tries. Can you roll to see if it gets through? <laughs> it's been a day okay, since the through. last message. It gets through. Okay. Um, Josh, she would know, but for me, how long has it been since Morton was taken? Uh, it was five days on the river, and then we've had three days here? So you've had... About a week. One, day, two days. This would be three days here, so yeah, exactly seven days. Exactly seven You're days. in the seventh okay. day. Okay. It's been exactly seven days for us. He was last seen in some desert of endless red sand taken by bad people thanks fuck <laughs> sarka's is gonna be real mad about that one all right red desert fucking prime material plane shadow fell bullshit great thank you Good luck. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> Why do I feel like somehow I just got him in trouble with his friend, wife? I don't fucking know. Okay. And that's it. All right. Beautiful. Okay. Anything else anyone else wants to do before I say those words? Okay. My friends, we are moving on. No.
Well, folks, you've been listening to the Conundrum Company podcast. This show is a stream hosted on twitch.tv slash the welcome in every weekend at 6 p.m. Eastern on Saturdays. So come on down and join us if you want to catch the live show. Our ambient music was brought to you guys by the amazing application Soundtail, and our themes were created by Arcane Anthems. <laughs>